0: Up next is George Rodriguez. QM Sports Time is 10 o'clock.
1: And the first in Florida with an
0: HD radio digital, digital, digital signal. We are Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami,
2: Fort Lauderdale. She fakes orgasms,
3: I fake foreplay. plus uh, uh, uh.
1: It's the George Rodriguez Show with ugly chunk of the rest of the WQAM staff, and management. This is your announcer, Matt Eric, the computer guy. And now, here's Jorge.
4: Eric. Yes, George. Why don't you put it
0: on the site?
3: Whoa! I tell you all the
1: time, I can't understand it when you mumble.
4: I said, why aren't the pictures up on the site?
5: Whoa! Every day I gotta handle this, I gotta do that, I've gotta move over here. I
0: only wanted to know why you had
5: Whoa, you just don't understand. You don't know how my life is falling apart.
3: Everything is lost. And it's all lost. I don't know what to do
5: anymore.
0: You lost the pictures, didn't you? Well, not exactly. Where are they? Yeah, I
1: ate them. You
0: ate
5: Oh, it's time for a
0: break now. We'll be right back after this word from meat flavored jello. J
6: E L L.
3: Oh!
7: Wow, we had to that already? We'll take
0: you now to a meeting of Sex Addicts Anonymous in Orange County, California.
3: Hola, yo soy Jose. Hi, Jose.
8: I've been a sex addict for five and a half years. I do it five times a day
3: with my gardener, my obstetrician, my uh, optometrist, my
7: garbage man, and my produce girl, and uh, other people that I don't know who they are.
0: Okay, Jose. Well, you know that's wrong, Right. No. Well, that's why we're here.
4: My
7: name is Bobby.
4: Hi, Bobby. I'm bang, 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 like the Energizer
9: Okay,
7: okay, thank you, Bobby. Fine, I don't get to talk much in this
9: group. Okay, well, why don't you tell everybody... about I do you? Bobby, we've talked about this before.
7: Yeah, I don't remember talking about it. Why don't you get your jeans off?
9: Why don't we just tell everybody exactly how your problem developed?
7: Who knows? I have one, so I use it. Okay, and now I'd like to introduce everybody to a new member of the group. Why don't you come up here and tell everybody who you are?
1: Hello, I'm Eric.
3: Hi,
1: Eric! I, uh,
0: apparently am a sex addict. Uh, I don't think I am.
3: I don't think I am either. I'm definitely not. Nah, no, me neither.
1: My wife, uh, left me. Uh, Halle Berry.
3: You been doing Halle Berry? What are you sick? What's the matter with you?
1: Yeah, man,
0: I just smell a strange perfume.
1: Well, have you ever thought of maybe buying Miss Barry uh, different perfumes?
0: Then, nah, man. That just covers up the same old peach basket.
9: I just have one question for you, Eric. Um, what kind of sick ticket cheats on Halle
3: Berry? Yeah, man, what's wrong with you? What terrible, You are out of your mind. Get my left one for her. You are sick, man. Give me that phone number. Give me that phone number. I want that phone number. If we could all just gather around, Eric, and pick him up and take him outside, and let's beat him within an inch of his life. Damn.
7: What a tie-in to what we just wanted to talk about accidentally. I didn't even think Halle Berry was in that group. I just wanted to talk about uh, sex addicts a little bit. On account of there's a tie-in with Nip Tuck, going to talk about Nip Tuck a little bit, on account of it uh, dealt with some issues that we were talking about on the show yesterday. How do you like that? Talk about a psychic prediction. I had no idea. I like it a lot. Remember we were talking about the the genital mu- mutilation? Right. Got into that because of the, uh, the Olsen. Yeah. Anorexic Olsen. and and other people like that thinking they have real problems. And all of a sudden, I don't know if you've noticed, because you're a busy man, running around kind of busy man, don't get a lot of time to watch TV, even in the important stuff like NipTuck. But, like, it's all on the news now, and they have all these doctors and psychologists and all these shows going on about understanding anorexia, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And it's not about the food, it's about control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, and I still stand by my idea. Problem tours, for people who don't know what a problem is. There's a great article that uh, just went up this morning about uh, this Palestinian guy that thinks he's going to go to Fallujah to help people out. Did you post that? Did you read any of it while you were posting it? I didn't, dude. (laughs) This poor, stupid sap. And he's, you know, and it's like his experiences in Fallujah. And he's he's an Arab guy, he speaks Arabic and English, and he thinks he's going to go over there to help. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah. He could be one of the tour guides in the problem tours that I'm good. Yeah, because now he knows what problems are. He got to know what problems are. He got to see some problems and experience some problems, like the females that live in Africa, depending on, like, you got, which problem do you want? You want to live in the place where they carve up your genitalia, like, automatically before you can get married on account of, you know, the female circumcision thing. You know the reasons behind that. The men are effed up over there. Yeah. That's a uh, an understatement. Pleasure, yeah. <laughs> Der, pleasure is only for the man. The woman isn't allowed to experience any sexual pleasure. That would make her a filthy slut, right? So we have to carve away the parts of her that are responsible for giving her the orgasm. This, is a, this comes from their religious views, by the way, just in case. I think I'm going to get through a show without taking a shot at religion. You're wrong. Here's, here's I don't shot you. number one, and we're not even—you know—we haven't even been here five minutes yet. So we were talking about that. That's a problem if you live—if you're a, an African female living in one of those places, or if you live in the place where they think that having sex with a virgin cures your AIDS. What a nightmare existence that would be. Every day you wake up, you got to worry about some AIDS-infected guy raping you, thinking that it's going to make him better. God, it can, how? can you be more stupid? The headhunters in Borneo weren't that stupid. Can you, you know why? You know why I know that? Because they're not doing that. They're cutting people's heads off and eating them. But they've got their good, good reasons. That's good to them. Good reasons for doing that. That's part of their culture. That's how they interact with the other villages. It's been going back for thousands of years, you know. Who are we to say that the way they interact is wrong? Apparently head chopping is very popular now anyway. They're just way ahead of their time. Get ahead of their time. So we were talking about female uh, mutilation, and that was one of the storylines on a very good episode of Nip Tuck last night. Wow. The season premiere, when the season started, it was like, okay. And the last season was okay. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't like shield good. Don't go crazy. Nothing's that good yet until the next thing comes along. But it was good. Good drama. Good writing. It was okay. That episode last night, boy, if they could hold that. They would have something. Every scene, every line, every, everything that happened was just great, riveting stuff. That female nurse, who I already liked, she's kind of a, I guess she's a lesbian. Well, so I like her. A dykey lesbian. No, you won't like her. She's not attractive. Oh. Kind of a dykey lesbian, but she's a great character. She's the cut through all the bullcrap crap character. When the guys are doing silly crap like they were last night, arguing, being childish, because they are. They both got their own problems. She's the one that comes in and, like, cuts through all the crap. And, and nails everything down. She's great. She's good. She's good at what she does. She's the, she talked good as they did. Um, we can't, I, I don't want to be too clinical. Even in this, you know, in this climate right now, we have to be very careful what we say. So I'm just going to say pomegranate seed. I was trying to think of something that I could use as a substitute word for the thing that they installed on the woman, yeah. the thing that was carved off, and they took one of her toes off, took the guts out of it, put the toe back on, And then use the toe guts to make a pomegranate seed. Ever have a pomegranate? I have. Have you? No. No. Okay. Well, maybe I don't know where you get any pomegranates. Has anybody got a pomegranate? Bring it to the radio station. Josh hasn't had a pomegranate. If we could get a pomegranate in here, then then you can see why um, I'm calling it a pomegranate seed. Just trying to think of the closest thing that it looks like. Anyway, so they installed a pomegranate seed on her, and the one doctor, Christian, she asked the doctor to, uh, to br- bring her to climax, and he couldn't do it. And he's a stud. That's, that's his role on the show. The other guy is the married guy. He's the stud. And he couldn't do it. But it took the, the lesbian anesthesiologist in the office to talk her through a self-help procedure.
6: Now, that's, that's a, a doctor.
7: doctor. Dude! <laughs> and it was a good scene, too. It was getting me hot. I mean, she's not an attractive person, but just her whole rap, her whole dialogue, everything she was saying was kind of, you know, making the shorts tight. It was all good. falling together. Yeah, it was, it was great. And then the other storyline, because speaking of Christian, he was a great character. And, and the reason that I played that sex addict Anonymous. And we talked about this on the show before. We had one guy call up, and he didn't go into detail. A sex addict? A male sex addict? What, what is that? I don't understand. Like our, our whole existence, I guess? I, I just, I, you know, I talk to people who are, I, I watch these shows or I watch these news reports where they describe the sex addict. They're describing men. I don't hear anything in the description that yeah. doesn't describe the typical man. A sex addict is someone who can't stop thinking about sex. All right, keep going. A sex addict is someone who will have sex at every opportunity. Okay, keep going. Even if the repercussions of having sex are negative the possible repercussions of having sex with this person is negative. Like, they could lose their job, they could lose their family. I'm like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, right. Keep going. I'm still not finding anything. Yeah. I, ma- is a sex addict someone who can't stop masturbating, like a masturbating monkey that driving down the road masturbating? You know, is that is that what you're talking about? All right, I can see that. That's not normal. you got to keep both hands on the wheel and your shoulders reared back. You can't be doing that. No matter how many times Kathy Willis says she can have an orgasm on I-95. I don't even know what that's under here. I think it's under orgasm. Oh, here it is.
3: I can have an orgasm just driving down I 95. Yeah. I
7: could too, but it's not a good idea. No. It's a good episode of Nip Tuck. Uh, Genital mutilation, we were talking about it. Psychic connection. Watch Big Brother, not bad. Got a lot of potential. Got some things to say about that. Josh should check in with that just to see the chicks on there. That is. They got some hotties. That's why I would watch. Right. Right, and they're all bikini-clad running around, and if that isn't enough for you, since they've got cameras on them 24-7 and they've got the web stream, there are fine people, good, hard-working people that are sampling that stuff constantly and posting all of those candid shots on the Internet for us. Good people. Yes. People full of love, you know. They're, doing the, they're not getting paid for this. They're, well, maybe they are. I don't know. Either way, we do appreciate yeah. that. The previous poll, if I, can, uh, if I can find it over here. Yeah, I'll always have trouble finding the poll. 1503, 1,503 on the I wish poll yesterday. I wish I, I wish I wish, I was rich. That was Josh's pick. And it won. It won big. Did you notice? I did. 558 people. That's 37.1% wish they were rich. And that's good. That's a good choice. I wish the last four years were a bad dream. 216 people said that. 142. All women are nymphomaniacs. They want, it. They want that. 122 people wish they had mind control powers. 115 people wish pot was legal. All women were bisexual. Got 86 tied with the next Supreme Court justice chosen by a Democrat. 86. I wish I was Anna Kornikova's underwear. 57. All oh, many of you talking about that tennis chick, Maria? I gotta apologize to her. She's hot. Yeah, she she is. ain't no Anna. No. But she's hot. Right. And six feet tall. 17, huh? Yeah. I wish I wasn't married. 32. 26 people wish the police followed the traffic laws. 20 people... <laughs> I was almost run off the road by somebody today. Yeah, I'll get to that too. It might have been. You don't know. Yellow tag? What does that mean? That's usually a state car. Definitely a state car. Could have been one of those community service guys. I don't know. Ran me off the road. I could pick the president. 20 people wish they could pick the president. I wish Joe and Mark were back on the air 18. Nine each for wishing they were raised by wolves, and I wish I could control the weather. Seven people wish they were dead. The new poll, inspired by this Willie Williams issue, I'm so relieved, man. Woke up, saw that on the news this morning, (gasps) let out a deep sigh, deep breath, you know. (sighs) Oh, Willie can play. I mean, I know you were tracking that story for a while now, obsessively. Which brings us to the poll. Which group of, uh, which celebrity group, which celebrity category has the most obsessive fans? And we've got jocks, actors, musicians, politicians, what am I missing? You want to put radio people? Yeah, why not? Let's put radio personalities. Okay. That's all inclusive for, like, DJs, talk show hosts, whatever, because certainly Howard, even though technically, because he made it... See, if you make a movie, does that make you an actor? I say no. Right? If you were in a movie, like, yeah, I mean, anybody any, can... Hitchcock was in his own movies. That doesn't make him an actor. So I'm not going to count Howard Stern as an actor, especially when he was acting like himself. And that's the only movie he ever made. It wasn't like it was right. Settled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like himself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got that. Well, radio personalities. I haven't. I gave Eric the question, but not the answers. He might want you to type those in there. Oh right. Spell them right this time, would you? Yeah. Ten fifteen on five sixty Q A.
3: For perversions you can die When she satisfies When she makes you scream Better to avoid the broad daylight And if police find you there But naked in her arms Introduce her as your wife This woman when you pay a woman, make sure she's not FBI's most wanted. When you pay a woman, the experience could haunt you. Cause your spouse or girlfriend might just end up kicking your ass. So tell me even really
7: feel to really, really have to pay, woman. 1019-560-QAM. If you'd like to watch people harvest t- uh, tears for fun and pleasure, then turn on Mari right now. He's got another Catching People's Tears in a Bucket for Fun and Profit shows. Another one of these shows where they keep people that haven't seen each other for years in separate rooms until, uh, you know, they're good and ready until they set it up and build it up, and then they can watch them get reunited and cry and hug and, and all that stuff, all for your entertainment. Kind of like Big Brother with this whole family twist that they're doing uh, this time around. 5670560 oh, is, uh, is the number in Dayton Broward. AT&T Wireless is free if you have, uh, if you doubt 560. I'm just killing time. Look at this, I'm mumbling, I'm stuttering. You know why? Because you're ordering lunch, and I'm getting that, off. Hey, <laughs> got important things to do here. <laughs> continuing on, eight seven 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 eight five six three four five is the toll-free everywhere else line. So Maury's doing a, kind of the same element as Big Brother is doing, except they're doing it a little bit differently. I don't dislike it as much as what Maury does. Maury, the Maury stuff is so deliberate. It, burn shot, blown up, it's a miracle I'm alive. Well, that's, that's what they say there, but basically they're keeping long-lost people in separate rooms until the show, until their, their time on the show. Then they bring them out together to catch all the emotion. Yeah. Maury is the most exploitive. People don't know Absolutely. people don't you know, and I'm not taking polls on it, people are just not aware. But that's all the Maury show is, is getting people to cry on camera and capturing it. And I, I said it I said it to you and you know obviously because we talk about it, but if anybody hasn't seen the South Park episode on Maury, yeah. it's right oh, on the money. It's, it's right on they're it's talking perfect. about Maury. It's Maury. Yeah. It's Maury. He's he is a he is the most conscienceless Talk show host. With the, chil- like the children that he it brings is. on and how he, he talks to them as children, he has no conscience. Like. He has no heart. And what pisses me off the most about Mari is that he's the one that comes off as if he's a caring individual. You know, he brings the freaks on there yeah. like, like he cares and like pretending to care. You're doing a freak show, Mari. You know, I mean, not only that, but, like, he just makes the he makes the kids feel, I, I'm sure, ten right. times worse. He's like, oh, so when you're at yeah. school, they all laugh at you, yeah. and, and that's all his questions. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding, Mari. So the similar twist on the big brother this time around is that they're getting siblings that don't know that they're siblings, at least two of them anyway, in, into the house. And I was hoping, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm kind of sadistic. I'm like, oh, man, maybe they'll hook up. And then they tell him, ah, you just had sex with your sister. <laughs> That would be funny. Now, the two that are siblings, the one guy, and and I have to do an apology to him because, like, you can't judge a book by its cover even though we all do. What a yahoo. What a cowboy. He's got the cowboy hat wider than this room. He's a skinny, doofy guy. At first look, I thought he was a fake cowboy because the hat was way too big. The buckle was way too big. And then he opened his mouth and I saw his teeth. And I went, oh, there's are a cowboy. That's yeah. a real cowboy. You know, there's no love lost between the mountain people and the cowboys in Montana. I don't know if you know the, the little rivalry that's going on there. Is there a rivalry? Yeah, yeah, there is. There's no... See, the Montana people are miners and loggers. They swing axes, or they, they, they sling a shovel. They're either under the mountain or on top of the mountain, but it's a mountain. Mountains are not good for cattle. So there's no Cattle. There are no ranches in the Rockies. Those ranches are all in the other two-thirds of the state of Montana is flat cattle country. The other third, the western third, is Rocky Mountains. Jeremiah Johnson, people who cut down trees for a living and things like that. You know, that's the industry there. They dress different. They talk different. They have a totally different lifestyle. They don't rope. You know, they don't ride. They don't rope. And this and that. But in all fairness. The cowboy is allowed to wear that hat. There are real cowboys. There are people that really do ride and rope and herd cattle. Yeah. They are allowed to wear those gay, pointy-ass boots, that silly-ass hat, and the giant belt buckle, because they are the real deal. All these other fakers that you see running around wearing cowboy hats, all these cowboy wannabes, they're ridiculous clowns. So I have to apologize to the cowboy, because number one, he's a real cowboy, so he gets that. He gets that credit. He he has a license to wear that hat. Turns out he's swift. Boy, he, he, he pegged that that was his sister right away. He was looking at her, then she said her last name, and even though... That's all it was. It's a strange last name, but he's a swift guy. He's actually a, an on-the-ball kind. Of, and they look identical. And he put it together. And he's a good guy. He got all emotional. You know, he he kept asking her questions, and you could see the the his eyes were getting all misty as he so was. So they have like a brother and a sister. They have a, a their are half brother and sister. Okay. And they just but don't they know? didn't know. Now he knew that he had a dad from way back. He never met his dad. In other words, it's just stories mom told him. Dad was like. He went away and picked up and got another life somewhere else, got a new family, another uh, life, etc., and so on. Never really knew his dad. He just heard stories about him. And he put it all together, the Vietnam stories, the name, the description, everything. He put it all together, and he was getting all misty and emotional and, and pacing around. And, you know, he went into the little private room and had himself a cry. Oh, heart goes out to the guy. So I'm rooting for him now, cowboy. How ironic. He, uh, when they gave you the lineup when they like the show opens and they just show snapshots and the names of the people on the right like, yeah, cowboy oh, cuz of the whole montana thing cowboys were our enemies we you know we threw slings and barbs and insults at each other eventually sometimes you would occasionally wind up in each other's territory we were easy to spot the mountain people dressed in flannel and hiking boots with the nubbies on the bottom right. that was our gear and if we had a hat it was a baseball cap or a stocking cap or something like that, because you're up in the mountains, the cowboys look like cowboys. Everybody knows what a cowboy looks like. So we can spot each other from a mile away. And, you know, hey, redneck. No, you're, you know, redneck. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> so now I'm rooting for a cowboy as far as, you know, the non-hottie that I want to win. Because you've got to, you know, there's different picks when you watch a show like that. And it's all like, oh, you know, forget the reality show title for about five minutes. Like, that's a new thing. It's a game show. Game shows are reality shows. It's just all unscripted. Get some people in a place and play a game, which is what they're doing. And This is kind of like a game show within a game show. What? What'd By the way, cover? I just remembered, I saw last night, the, I saw Jessica Simpson with that other girl. You were talking Casey. about? Casey. Yes. Yeah. If it's the same girl. Well, okay. I'll give she you. She's hot, okay, but I wouldn't say she's better looking than Jessica. All right. Well, I, this is just. She was in the background when she was here. Okay. Casey. Okay. And and Jessica, when she was here, didn't look like she does now. Miguel remembers. What? You remember the chick that was with Jessica when they were here? Right. Because and I saw her name and I remembered Casey because that's not a common girl name. And they introduced everybody, and I re- and remember Casey because she was the only other hot girl in the room. Jessica's dad was here too. Jessica didn't have those boobs when she was here. No. She didn't have that hair. I'll show you the Polaroid. I got the Polaroid in here somewhere in the cabinet. She was like almost flat and weak and short. And she wasn't dressed She was wearing right? thongs. She was dressed very Florida vacation. Right. That's what she was here doing. And no makeup, no nothing. She had pimples. Casey looked way better when they were here. Miguel, thank you. God, thank you, Miguel, for once, because normally he just busts balls. That's all. his, that's his role in the Like, room. I saw, I, saw I don't ball. know if it was, I'm sure it was a rerun. It was on late of, of that episode you exactly were talking about. They move in. Uh, or, I never or saw what? the episode. See, I just saw, I heard, what is it? I'm reading these well, magazines. She moves in or something, right. and, like, Nick starts to get all The tabloid. Off. The yeah. tabloid was reporting it. Yeah. yeah. And when you I, yeah, saw it? Yeah, I saw it. It was on, on when? And when? I clicked when? it on. And when was it on? I got to see it now. I don't watch that show. I mean, I'm I don't know start. when the real, sh- like the new episodes are on. I saw it late. I would say that was a new episode. That was a new this season. Well, episode was that like one in, morning in the morning? The tabloid, so I don't right. think it was. They show them constantly, so yeah. I'm sure I'll catch up with it. Um, but yeah, it's like she moves in or whatever, and then they 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 all start hanging out, and he gets all pissed off because you know he right. Let's, let's hope she's, she's a lesbian. Out with her. Oh, that'd be like that. nice, right? You know? That would open up like right. a whole lot more. I wouldn't care how dumb she is if she's a lesbian. That's like one cancels out the other. I'm a brain dead lesbian. That, that cancels all yeah, things. it cancels everything. It forgives all ills, all wrongs, just <laughs> in the yeah. clear. Right. Ten twenty-eight on five sixty QAM.
1: Former pop star Mariah Carey is the latest celebrity to write a children's book. The Certified Lunatic is in the studio now, recording the audio version of the book. Here is an excerpt.
6: Little no,
3: Maja wasn't all there one morning. One morning, she had way too much to drink the night before, and that caused a that caused a bad reaction because of the medication she was taking. Uh, this doesn't sound like a children's book. I'm getting to it. I, I'm, I'm getting to it. There were lollipops and balloons all over the room.
0: That's much better.
3: And empty bottles of crystal <gasps> laying all over the bathroom floor. Masha looked like hell. She was crammed into a mini skirt and tube top and her hair looked as if it hadn't been washed weeks. weaved. Uh, Mariah, where are you going with this story? Suddenly, Masha realized she had made potty <gasps> in her panty. Uh, Miss Carrie, does this story have a moral? The moral of the story is is just as good a singer as brittly christina and aberral but she just doesn't have the support of a record label and she can't keep a man no matter how much she tries i guess that's enough for today
1: tune in again next time for another chapter from the audiobook of mariah
3: Carey. yeah tune in 27 to 11
7: 560 qam so we actually found something in this studio can you believe that I right. said, that's a data markdown. Miguel came in and said, do you still have those Polaroids from when Jessica was in here so we can show Josh exactly uh, what we're talking about? And I'm like, yeah, right, like I'm going to find those. And you I, did. My first folder I found just grabbed it, and uh, and, and there it was. Not just Polaroids, but apparently, I don't even remember, somebody was in here with a regular camera taking some stills of her, obviously. And uh, and there you go. And I got a, like an autographed picture or something like that around here somewhere. Did I explain to, to you, I explained it to the audience, the only reason I was humoring Jessica Simpson is because she's cute, not because I particularly like her music. Right. And by cute, I mean, you know, cute. Hey, Luann, how you doing? You want to come in and be on the show? That was a weirdy, uh, why, why do they do that? Just open the door. <laughs> hey, Luann, how you doing? Can I do something for you? We're on the air, but we can do it on the air. Yeah? Come on in. I don't think it's been done before. Well, no. People have described other people doing it on the air. I don't think anybody on the air has actually done it yet, though. Not yet. Well, no, not right? yet. He's leaving me a note. Yeah. Can CNN come over? Can CNN come over here yeah, yeah. to film me? Yeah, no, on TV tonight. Me? Yeah. It's your okay. tower. But they actually wanted Neil, but he's not No, he's he not here. No, no. CNN can't come over because they want us to talk, be talking about John Edwards, and we're not going to be. Well, they want No, not about John Edwards. No, we're not. With all due, not that we don't appreciate the publicity, but number one, Neil wouldn't do it, so I have to say no. And number two, we're not going to be giving them what they want. I know I'm not Neil. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I'm reminded constantly by everyone I know. Uh, we're we're not going to be talking about uh, John Edwards. Uh, we talked about him briefly yesterday. We are going to be talking about how we can get women in the office to uh, sleep with us on the air. That's what we're doing the show on today. <laughs> All right, so, so if they want to come in and tape that, that's what? the new topic. You know, if they want to come in and, and, and tape uh, that uh, first-time groundbreaking episode of a uh, you know, live sex radio show, then uh, yeah, then, yeah, sure, it'll be newsworthy, sure. And, uh, I don't know. Find a volunteer, I guess. <laughs> QAM, hello. Charlie, uh, Not him, though. QAM, hello.
5: George. Yes. Hey, uh, I'm just now getting to the whole Nip Tuck thing. Okay. Is there, What is the relation uh, between the two doctors? Are they actually half-brothers?
7: No, no. The two doctors are friends.
5: They're just friends, They're right? just
7: friends. Good friends. I, I don't know how far back they go. I think all the way back to medical school, something like that.
5: Right. And did... Did uh Sean's wife have a uh, relationship with a Christian at some point yes. in their history?
7: Yes, they dated, they did it and as a matter of fact, we don't know that was one of the things that um, they last season right last season they were doing this whole thing and I'm, I'm still pissed off about it. I'm still harboring a grudge because I hate that. Uh, she suspected that the son, their son, was actually a Christians. So she right. had a paternity test done. She got the results. She read the envelope, threw it in the garbage. We, the audience, were never told what the results were. We're supposed to infer what we will, and I hate that. I hate
5: right. it. Right. That's still left up in the air. Right.
7: The, the, the reaction, like if you read her face, you're supposed to come to the conclusion that, yeah, it is his son, but she ain't going to tell anybody. She ain't going to tell him or anybody else.
5: Well, she was secretly fantasizing about him last night, so.
7: Right. Yeah, right. that's what it was. It was the, the Big O show last night. It was all about orgasms.
5: Exactly, having yeah, them,
7: not able to have them, the surgery designed to let you have them. Exactly, it was really a good episode.
5: Hey, by the way, George, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit angry because everyone's copying me. I'm the first guy to come up with the I I I I thing, and now everyone's like been completely copying me. So I'm a little bit pissed.
7: But don't, don't be pissed. Imitation is the sincerest form of uh, sincerest form of flattery. <laughs> you should all be right. ecstatic that people found that worthy to imitate. <laughs> All right. Have a, have a good do a one. real one,
10: though. Later. Bye. Bye.
7: <laughs> All right. Yeah, the other guy is just a biker. Oh, they did it to me again. They psyched me out with the phones. They ring it and wait for. They. they how can they watch my hand go over towards the phone buttons? They got camera hanging up here. right there. They did? You know what? Anymore? I wouldn't doubt it. Everywhere. Now, I do like the hidden camera shows, speaking of Mari. It's not his hidden camera shows, just in general, like Real TV, for example. You ever watch that? Oh, On yeah. Spike. That's good stuff. Absolutely. That's because, and and by the way, that is, that's reality television, not this other stuff. Not like Big Brother, which is just unscripted. That's just a game show that's continuous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like game shows are something new. Right? Like they haven't, since the black and white TV days, they've had game shows. They were fake. They got busted because they were fake. Then they stop being fake, maybe. We don't know. How will we ever know if they're, if they're fake or not fake? We do know this. They came back, all these unscripted shows, all these reality type uh, shows, came back because of the whole writer's strike. Or, or if you watch the interview about real world MTV right? and listen to the producers talk about how that came together, it was real simple. They got the budget, and they didn't have any money in the budget for anything except, like, the cameras. They couldn't pay a writer. They couldn't pay uh, actors. Actors want big bucks. And that's what they came up with. Well, how about if we don't have writers or actors, we just take our cameras and, uh, you know, crowd a house with some people and shoot them? You know, stuff's going to happen. The only thing that they need to do is get the formula right, which is why I think that people like Puck, I'm just using him as as an example, I think they have a plant, at least one plant, in every show. In other words, some guy that's that's in on a scam with the producers to mix things up. I to agree. Do with that. things on purpose. Antagonistic things deliberately obnoxious things just to uh, just to create drama. Well, they need something, you know. Right. Like, I- I'm sure it's right. in back, oh, what are we going to be filming, you know? We can't right. Just, like, in my eyes, like, I watch the real world to watch people just drinking. And drinking and through. Yeah. Right. Take their tops off. That's entertaining. Get in the hot I mean, tub. In strange. my eyes, I don't know. Of course it's entertaining. Look, you go to a party, people are getting drunk and naked and in the hot tub. That draws a crowd. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I would do if I was there. Right. 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 It draws a crowd, and then people are watching. Of course we want to see stuff like that. We want to see people, you know, fall down, do stupid crap, you know, fall down drunk, hit their head on a table, or their lip. Oh, hey, Neil, how you doing? I'm not saying that he was drinking. He's just walking. I wasn't drinking when I knocked myself out in the middle of the night. You know what? That would have been a good excuse. Nobody would have given me crap over that. Right? Right, I was drunk, and I hit my head, I fell down, I knocked myself out. Everybody would be like, oh, yeah, dude, we've all done that. I haven't done that. I haven't been drunk and knocked myself out. I knocked myself out when I had no, no good excuse. Yeah, I had crampy bowels. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. Hey,
11: for your poll, how about a televangelist?
7: Dude, how could I forget? How about just uh, preachers?
11: Yeah, preachers, like the real, you know, Preacher, the real
7: Right, thing. TV, just all-inclusive preachers, you're right. I'm slipping. All right. Thank you so much. And yeah, it was. We were when we were discussing the poll this morning. We left that open, like maybe, possibly. Uh, there's a good chance that we're leaving some categories out. So if we have, then by all means, call up and uh, tell us which one, so we can put them on there. Which celebrity group has the most obsessive fans, or fan group, or fan base, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna call it? Musicians, 44. Jocks, 21. All right. Actors 18, radio personalities 5, politicians 5, TV personalities 4. Now, Miguel said the politicians, that's not going to get a lot of votes. And I said, you're right. It's not going to get a lot of votes, but only because the people aren't honest. Think about the Bush heads. Think about the Bush supporters. Think about all of the fact material that's available to you. Think of all of the just... On, on any scale you want to measure, the economy, our, our civil liberties, the environment, unnecessary wars, there's absolutely no one good thing that he has done. He's just pure evil and foul and stupid across the board. It's plain to see. And yet, right, and right. yet you have these bushheads, based on nothing, based on faith, based on he wears a cross on his lapel. So politicians should be way up there with musicians and jocks as far as obsessive fans I don't understand the obsession with a politician. Everybody knows that they lie for a living. Everybody knows that every answer that comes out of their mouth is is based on what's going to make them more or less popular, not based on honesty at all, which is why Dean fell out of it. He had the annoying, stupid habit of telling the truth and speaking honestly and sharing his feelings and his thoughts and what was going on inside his head. You can't do that in politics. And everybody knows that. Everybody knows they are a bunch of devious liars, glad-handing, playing both sides against the middle, taking campaign contributions from this one, paying favors back on both sides. Everybody knows that. And yet, they got their tongue way up in there. They're following them around. They're going to rallies. They're waving signs. They're excusing their crimes. They're excusing the fact that they're baby murderers. They don't care. But yet, it's only got five votes. So that's my point. They're not being honest. I mean, way ahead of radio personalities. These politicians have, like, the, these these idol-worshipping followers. Don't tell me they don't. 17 till 11 on
3: 560 WQAM. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. But one's on the way, I know. Your ex-girlfriends are there to baby, babies, and down the altar I go. She was just as firm. Hey, Kevin, you're my slice of heaven. But those babies do not come to my house because my engagement is killing me dress
7: and be a peace, be peace. I'm much more moving behind, you guys are crying, getting married one more
6: time, 14 11, 560,
7: WQAM, so is uh, Brittany losing her luster a little bit, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know, uh, now is she pregnant? Or, I, like, or, I don't know what to think anymore. See, you know? that's... Yeah, because I, I know that the guy that she's marrying, that they already marry, or they marry you. I think they're marrying, yeah, I, I think. I, kinda, uh, I just lose touch, you know. I like, lose touch because Brittany moves fast. Yeah, every <laughs> week it's something <laughs> Right, else. so I, I don't know. like I, If she's pregnant, then she's losing her luster. She ain't going to look the same after. No. Trust me. And... I just, you know, there comes a point, you know, like, all right, she hasn't been with the worm that we know of, which would take her right off the list right away. But there comes a point, like, how many big-eared goobers can she do it with before she's no longer attractive, you know? How many trailer park boys can she have a relationship with before she starts just getting skanky? And, and normally, and I'm okay with the trailer park girls, trust me, those dirty toad hoes. <laughs> <laughs> those cutoffs. Those raggedy, raggedy cutoffs, you know, with the long, long yeah. string hanging down. They don't even have the energy to reach down there and yank that thing off. Half shirts. I'm talking about the old 70s half shirts that were big and billowy, like when they bent over, you could see right up there. Yeah. No bra. There are no bras at the trailer park. I like that. I like that just fine. But Britney, I expect more out of Britney. She's got all that money. To be hanging out with this trailer filth that she seems to be attracted to. I don't. I don't know. There was an article. Eric emailed me an article. I'm not going to read it. It's somebody ripping into Britney. You know, she's putting on weight, acting all drunken, falling down, sloppy. Which again, those are all good things in my yeah, book. Yeah, me too. Uh, so uh, he he was bringing up the point about Britney losing her luster and saying, you know, you can, you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. Well, whatever. I don't mind trailer park girls. They serve a a very important ecological role in, in our lives. QAM, hello. Good morning. How, How are you? Doing? Doing?
5: Fine. I'm fine. Can can we just agree once and for all that Britney Spears is a skank? I mean, oh, we're know.
7: not denying it. Nobody's okay. denying I, that she's a skank, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to do her still.
5: No, no, no. You, you, know, if if you take a good look at her, this is trailer park trash. This is the kind of girl who. And you're not explaining
7: that I don't have a problem with trailer park trash. I,
5: I, I'm, I'm telling you, ten years from now, she's going to make Carney Wilson look like Twiggy.
7: My friend, ten years from now, I'm sure you're right, but <laughs> I, I live in the moment. And, <laughs> and at, well, this, <laughs> at this moment, I, I want to live in there. Not looking for Miss White just right now.
5: Okay. right now. Right now,
7: right now. You know what? In ten years, ain't none of them going to be looking so good. At least most of them are.
5: But don't you find there's there's more attractive older women around? I mean, like you who? Know.
7: There, are some, there are some classy ladies around. Renee like, Russo, it's like so Zeta hot. Thrones, Renee Russo, absolutely. Yes. I do Barbara Eden right now.
5: Um, On the yeah, with
7: CNN filming, Miguel's giving me this look. Barbara Eden is grandmothered in. I would climb into the coffin. You bet. Hey, listen, bring you're her in a wheel wheelchair. I'll Think I'll I'll move the bag out of the way. I don't care. I've got genie fantasies that, that need closure.
6: Speaking
5: <laughs> of coffins, I'm not sure I'd take Elizabeth Montgomery off the list yet,
7: okay? <laughs> I'll bring the shovel. <laughs> uh, hey
5: Elizabeth, uh, keep up
7: alive. <laughs> all right, take it easy. Hey, you know what? We haven't really discussed that on the show at great length. What's that? Necrophilia? Kind of covered everything else. Maybe we'll change the poll. Which dead bait do you want a bag still? Oh. <laughs> what? Who's going to have a problem with that? We're not allowed to talk about that? Who's dead but you still want to do Marilyn. <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> How's she doing? You know, formaldehyde is a preservative. QAM, hello. Jamba. Yeah, okay. At least he's enjoying the show. He was cracking up through his jamba. I'm glad he liked that whole necrophilia issue. Let's dwell on that for about an hour. <laughs> I want to change we'll do that for the weekend poll which dead babe do you still want to bag <laughs> what what are you pointing at me for I'm not a dead babe Who, who's your choice hmm hmm oh ah see there's so many there's so many hotties obviously Samantha Elizabeth Montgomery like he just said Maryland, gotta do Maryland, and then also I have a personal favorite, being a B movie fan like I am, the chick that Phil Spector shot, Lana Clarkson. I don't know if you know who she is. I'll bring in a, one of her B movie, B bimbo movies. Just a wonderful, luscious, real set, just a, a nice set. So um, now Phil, blew her face off, but since this is a necrophilia fantasy, I'm, I'm imagining that the that the guys at the uh, six feet under funeral home, the artists, right, they can her, help you out. Yeah, they put her back together right. Like, uh, like uh, what's his name, the funeral director, Bonacetta, right? Look what they did to my girl. I don't want to see her like this. So, yeah, they would have to reconstruct her face, but then I would climb into the coffin. QAM, hello. QAM. Okay. QAM, hello. QAM.
12: Hey, can I speak with George, please? You me? are.
7: You're on. You're on right now. Hey, George. Hi, caller.
12: How are you? Fine. How are you? Hey, talking hey. about Bush. Did you catch an interview with Hank Goldberg and Don King yesterday afternoon?
7: <laughs> no, I'm sorry.
12: Oh, yeah, Don King just went off preaching up and down about George Bush, how he was number one. It was terrible.
7: Oh, gee, I don't like Don King anymore now.
12: Oh, it, it was horrible. He was off for at least five minutes straight. How How's Change America? I'm ripping that Don America King poster
7: off my wall. <laughs> During the next break.
12: Have a great day. All
7: right, take it easy. I'm going right. to rip up my Fan King, uh, Fan Club, Fan King. My Don King fan club membership card. I'm going to set fire to it right now. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, caller.
11: Do you remember that young girl that got killed by her parents? Very exo- very pretty little girl that she just got killed recently? No, man. She, it was recent.
7: She, no, you're creeping me out.
11: No, that's who I would do it All
7: right. Me. Yeah. Come on. See what you started? I feel unclean now. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, caller.
5: Oh, how you doing?
7: Doing all right. How are you?
5: Good, good. Listen, I would love to see the two girls from Gilligan's Island go at it together.
7: They're still alive. Uh, they are? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> no, 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 that's no good. Now you don't care anymore, right? Now you're not interested. I understand.
6: <gasps>
7: did you Did you know we had so many necrophiliacs out there? The phones lit up. <laughs> <laughs> they did light up. What's wrong with these people? These are sick people in this town. Well, I think we'll do well here, son. QAM, hello.
11: George, I read in the paper over the weekend, um, next weekend coming up on pay-per-view, it's going to be the battle of the... QAM, hello. <impressed> yeah, uh, Sharon sure Tate.
7: Good choice. <laughs> you know, it's like we're building a poll today, and we might as well. Nobody cares about this other idol poll. Do you want to change it? It'll mean, it will be a lot of typing. Why not? <sighs> Why not go with it? You started the madness. So let's let's go. Let's go with it. Here, here's one for you. CNN, tape this. <laughs> Talking about dead babes. We want QAM. Hello. <coughs> QAM. Hello.
12: Hey George. Hey Colin. George. John Bonet.
7: <sighs> what do you say? John Bonet. So hmm. we we have a necrophiliac pedophile. QAM. Hello. Hey George. Hey. Although you could uh, probably do her mother very soon. Hey. Yes.
2: Hey, George, what do you think about the uh, New Orleans trying to clean up its image like Las Vegas did a few years ago with disastrous results, you know, and get rid, get rid of the peep shows mm-hmm. and all the drinking and everything? And
7: what's What's there to think and what's there to say that isn't obvious to everyone? It's a bad idea.
11: Exactly. Well, I'll right. talk to you later.
2: All Good right. show. Take it Thanks a lot. Thank you lot. very
7: much. I like your show, too. Speaking of shows, that Big Brother thing last night, besides the whole, what you call it, sibling factor, the, the DNA factor. Right. And some other things they're going to be doing. I I like their little test of conscience setups that they do. Like, they had a contest for the food. Everybody gets their balls. Each ball represents a food item that they're going to get for the week, right? Inside one of the balls is a coupon. If you're the lucky participant that got the coupon, you win $10,000. Yeah. This one chick who's a hottie, what's her name? Lori, does yoga. She's cute, and she does yoga. All right, I like Lori. project, Project the thought out in your head. Yoga. Hottie. Alright? Now picture her without the leotards doing yoga. Right. Lot of fun. So she gets the uh, the magical lobster coupon and gets $10,000 in cash. But, here's the catch. You can take the cash, but if you do, everyone in the house has to eat peanut butter and jelly for the week. If you don't take the cash, it goes down to down the line to another person where they get the same choice. Given to them. Now, they're playing for half a million bucks. They're going to be voting each other out. It isn't the audience voting. It's they're voting each other out. At least they put people up on the block. You want to be popular with the house, right? Right. You take the ten grand or don't you? Peanut butter and jelly for the week. By the way, some people, like me, can't stomach peanut butter anymore. It's a childhood thing. Mom, get into that. Never. PBJ, you can't do it? I can't do PBJs. I would just be eating the J. Hmm. And, and other people in the house are, are, are likewise inclined. You're going to be making a lot of enemies if you take the cash. Even if somebody likes peanut butter and jelly, by day two, they're not going to. Right? Right. They've got filet mignon, lobster, lasagna. They've got all these coupons that equal real good hearty food for the week. I mean, now let me ask you this. Right. Now, does it go? can it go through all the people and then is it just going to come back around again? No, no. If it goes through all the people, then you get the food, nobody gets the cash. Do you take the cash? You're asking me? I'm asking you. I, I'm taking the cash. You're taking the cash. She took the cash. I'm, I'm saying that's stupid. Well, like, the only reason I say it is because I think somebody else is going to do it anyway. Somebody else is going to do it anyway. But And, here's, and, well, and, and your odds, you're not, how, like, how many people are in the house? 13 at this point, but more are coming in. They're probably going to get it up to 16 people. Okay, so your odds of winning the, right. the total isn't very good, so why not at least... Here's an idea I came up with that nobody there in the house thought of it. Now, this chick took, took the cash and, well, immediately the cameras were on all the people going off into their different corners going, yeah, that bitch, I'm going to vote her out first chance I get the battle. The black guy, there's like one black guy in there, and he's kind of obnoxious, but still he said the smartest thing. I don't care how good looking she is. She's going because I was like right out of my head he was reading my thoughts I'm in the house I don't care how good looking she is she's going making me eat peanut butter and jelly for a week boy she better be real good at that yoga (laughs) for me not to vote her out of the house so here's the thing that didn't occur to them take the 10 grand and then split it up everybody gets like 900 bucks nobody's mad, nobody gets more than anybody else. That right? That would work, but no, no, she's going to keep it. So she's going, it pisses me off because last season they had some hotties on there and they voted the hotties out like bing, bang, boom, right away at the beginning. And I totally lost interest. Well, the entertainment factor is... is right lot. out the door. Yeah. When they go out the door, the entertainment factor and my interest goes out the door. So that's why it pissed me off. Like, why couldn't it be some fat, ugly guy... Taking the ten grand and get voted out first. So she's stupid. I'm mad at Lori for playing stupid because they're going to vote her ass out. But still, we have Plan B. We have Karen, who's cute. Who else is cute? Yeah, not Jennifer, the tat girl. Oh, they got the biggest bimbette you ever saw in your freaking life, Holly. She might be the plan.
6: Experi- really?
7: She must be acting. <laughs> the uh, dittiest dits you ever saw. Ditz down the ditz road. Seriously, she broke the ditz scale. Wow! Yeah, she blew it right up, boy. The disometer blew up when they when they crossed the state border where she was. Just it didn't even have to get anywhere near her. One till eleven on five sixty WQAM.
3: Sports Radio WQAM. That's no. Here he comes, here comes Ralph Nader, he's a spoiler for votes The Democrats are up the creek with no paddle in their boat Even the Kerry and John Edwards camping hard It's not week swatner up on his National Guard All Republicans should thank him for now, George Bush will serve you. The Democrats all hate him cause now, the Democrats are through
7: Go up later go up later, go up later, go. Oh, that was totally bad timing. Oh, a mouthful of sandwich. How are you doing? Can you talk? I'm good. Read the phone lines or something. Only got one call there. Mm. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Howie, by the way. Wow. Uh, you're oh. going to have to go ahead and turn on eight to see All right, Thank you. Uh, whoa. Jump back. Alright, so we changed the poll to the necrophilia poll. Which dead person? And I said person because chicks, gay guys, you can, uh, you know, like, maybe somebody wants to do Rock Hudson right now. I heard they buried him uh, face down. You know the rest. You know the rest of that joke, huh? Anyway, moving <laughs> right along, Jim neighbors, uh visits the grave frequently. I heard, yeah. Which dead person do you still want to have sex with? Do you still want to nail? Is how I phrased it. And I, uh, I said still. Eric asked me still, still, meaning that you wanted to have sex with them when they were alive. I mean, I don't know any necrophiliac. I'm done. I don't know any necrophiliac. But I don't, I don't, the the whole purpose is they were, you know, they were hot when they were alive. They died, but you still want to do them. That's the whole thing. They're dead. But, uh, you know, they're so hot. Like Elizabeth Montgomery. Like, who didn't want to do Samantha, who watched that show, even as a little kid? Not that she was genie hot. Nobody was genie hot. QAM, hello. They were George. Call her.
11: Call her. Uh, Lacey Peterson.
7: Okay. Some guys liked uh, pregnant chicks. She was cute, even, even while she was pregnant. Now, maybe Scott would be upset at that suggestion. Are we gonna get anybody mad? Like Lacey Peterson's family? We don't know them. They're Probably. on the West Coast. Are they gonna be upset with us? What are they gonna do to me? Nothing. Boycott the show? <laughs> hey look, we got these crazy new FCC regulations, uh, well the regulations aren't new. It's just a new crowd that's in there that's deciding to uh, you know play fast and loose with our rights and they decided that we can't talk about this and can't talk about that. Is this on the list? Is this on anybody's list? Know what I'm saying? The, the, is there anything stopping us from talking about this? I mean, no, we're just funning. Anyway, we're just funning. Maybe a few of these people aren't funning, because necrophilia is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. Everything's real. Like we were talking about that the other day. Just because a guy will have sex with you, that's not a compliment. That's nothing to write home about. No. You call your mom. up, Hey, mom, how ya? I found a guy that wanted to have sex. with It doesn't matter what you are, what planet you're from, what you look like, if any of your parts are in the right place, whether you're dead or alive. There are men who will do you. Yes. It doesn't matter what gender, animal you are, or even if you are animal, vegetable, or mineral. Because men do vegetables, they do minerals. Right? Minerals? Minerals, rocks. There's a hole in a rock somewhere. You know there's a guy aiming for it right now. Right? Yeah. The size is right. You know there's somebody going for it right now. We have on one of these CDs... And I, and I think I'll play it, just because it's topical and it's very funny. Neil doing a reading. I edited it, cleaned it up, took all the um, ahs out of it, etc., and so on, so it's all tight. Neil doing a reading about a guy pleasuring himself with a uh, machine, and an accident ensues. If I can find it, because it's, it's, boy, it's long. It's time-killing and, and good and funny. We haven't played it in a long time. If I can find it, although it's, mm, it's kind of gross. He's using a, a running machine. He's, like, working in a machine shop, the guy. And, uh, he gets a scrotum ripped off. Like, the whole thing? The psh- flying across the room. Fling! It was, it's a belt-driven, conveyor belt kind of a thing that he was using there. So, uh, minerals. When I say minerals, machinery. Which, of course, that's perfect fusion, you know, men and machines, right? Yeah. They're, I explained that to the wife. You know, how, what is it? What is it with you men and machines? And I said, well, we can't give birth to Flesh that's women that can do that we can give birth to plastic and steel and things of wire that's why we have a relationship with machines that's why we can smack a machine on the side of the head and the machine will start working for us you can't do that we can that's why we can do weird voodoo magic on a machine and somehow like like we have this biological connection with it it'll it'll work and because we can't give birth to flesh. These are our babies. The machines, cars, the electronics equipment that I like right. so much. Right? We we have that kind of bond with machinery. We invent them, most of them. Right? Yeah. Most machines are invented by men, built by men. That's Definitely. that's our bond. QAM hello.
2: Hey Georgie. Hey, how are you? Okay, how's it going? Just great. I got one for your poll. I don't know. I just I just turned on, but uh, is uh, Marilyn Monroe on there yet?
7: That's the first one on there. Ah, uh,
2: that's what I figured. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, Barbara Eden has always put lead in my pencil.
7: No question. She's the one that got this whole thing started. Not that she's in there yet in the coffin. I was just using her as an analogy that I would.
2: And uh, that genie, that after, I think the whole thing of the submission thing, her role in, uh, in I Dream of Genie, Oh, being so you submissive. think? Yeah. Calling
7: him master and all that?
2: Oh, man, it's killing me. I got to go.
7: See you. All right, take it easy, although I'm pretty sure that Major Nelson was gay. He would have had to be. In the very first episode, Jeannie's wearing one of his shirts. And he's upset that she's in his clothes, so it's it's one of the comedy lines. He says, And take that shirt off and so she starts to take it off in front of him. And he stops her. See? What do you call that? Gay. I well just it's just my opinion. It's one man's opinion. Q A M Hello. Yeah. Yeah.
5: George, call uh, her or the girl from Romeo must die.
7: The girl from Romeo must die.
5: Aliyah. Aaliyah or whatever? Oh, right.
7: Aaliyah, sure.
13: Oh, man. Yeah, by died. the way, it's,
7: uh, it's my fault she died. Do you know that? No, Really? I, I saw her in, uh, in that one uh, uh, Jet Li movie. Right. She stunk the movie up. <laughs> and, I, and I was sitting there in the movie, and I wished, I, I made a wish, and, and a lot yeah. of my wishes come true, I wished that she would never make another movie. I'll it stay out of you. your way, man. She, I didn't know this at the time, but she had already made that stupid vampire movie when I made The Wish. Yeah. But that was the last one.
5: I'll make, I'll make sure to stay out of your way, then, man.
7: You do it. Uh, all I'm right. Back. The karma gods, like, if you ever watched Being There with Peter Sellers, you know, just a totally inept goofball? But because he has a good heart, the gods protect him, the cosmos protect him, everything turns out to be all right in the end. Not that he doesn't have trials and tribulations and things like that, but it all works out for him because his heart is good. See, I got that going on with the karma gods. Now, I don't get to choose which wish they grant, right? And sometimes they grant a subconscious wish, so I have to be careful what I wish for. QAM, hello. Yeah, my of George, please? You are. You're on the air right now.
2: Hey, George. How are you doing, buddy? Fine. How are you? Yeah, I got one for you, Paul. I don't know if you have one. What about Dana Plato, the chick from Different Strokes? All right.
7: There you go. Oh, all yeah, right. All right, take care, buddy. Take it easy. Although she was, I didn't want to do her when she was alive. <laughs> I certainly don't want to do her cold carcass. QAM, hello. Hey,
12: George.
7: Hey, caller.
13: What's going on? How are you? This is for your poll. Uh, well, the old poll? I guess you're doing a new poll now, right?
7: We're doing a new poll now. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm trying to change it.
13: Well, the po you know—you know—put porn stars uh, on that other poll because they're not really actors.
7: No, I—I I, I didn't. But it's—it's so, it's still up there. How come the uh, the new poll isn't up there? I'm reloading. I'm refreshing. Dr. And Daniel. as far as
11: dying, what about uh, the cute kid, that that chick, uh, you were talking about her the other day, uh, from Different Strokes?
7: That's what the guy just said, Dana Plato. Oh, Dana Plato, I threw it, why not? All right. All right, there it is. Take it easy. QAM, hello.
5: <laughs> yeah,
7: weak. QAM, hello.
13: Hey, good morning, George. Morning, sir. Uh morning, I got so excited with you, Paul, I, I was dialing the wrong number. Uh, Natalie Wood.
7: Okay, you would. Yes. All right.
13: She's sultry and hot.
7: Okay. (laughs) I heard Robert Wagner wouldn't sink, but Natalie would. Oh, that's bad. It's good. Look for the QAM van right now at the Shell Gas Station on Northwest 87th Avenue and 14th Street in Doral. Stop by to pick up tickets to tonight's Marlins slash Pirates game at the Pro. That's the QAM van right now, Shell Gas Station, Northwest 87th Avenue and 14th Street in Doral. It's 1111 on 560 QAM.
3: And Coulter is a party girl. <laughs> party girl. Party girl ah. And Coulter is a party girl yeah. Party girl yeah. Party girl, yeah. party girl. Her back with dark spread you a good Christian girl You want to strangle her Pontificating who she's hating Political pundits Pontificating Trump on the floor And <laughs> A Republican skanky hole. No. She's a federalissimo Making liberal a dirty word, you know In a miniskirt showing camel toe Ed Culter knows what they can be in a miniskirt that spells fishy. She's a tall drink of water on the side of law and daughter with the back alley hook. If you like your broad collar. If you got the money, she'll spread those legs with a cigarette and a sharp snake and under and under political pun the right.:
7: 11:16, 5:60, qam I'm a little hip-hop intensive right now. I watched the N-word again last night. Chuck D apparently is still hosting Trio. Yes, yeah, Chuck D.
1: Yo, yo! Well flavor a flame.
7: They had, um, besides just the N-word, they had all this other stuff because Chuck puts on the shows that he wants, so he has the documentary about the whole uh, Notorious and Tupac thing and feud. The the bottom line of all that is nobody really knows if if either one of those killings had anything to do with the other. You know, that's the rumor. It's just a rumor that one was a retaliation for the other and, and blah, blah, but nobody knows what. It's entirely possible, even probable, that they had nothing to do with each other of course. That both of them had to do with them flipping a lip, trying to be clean here, flipping some lip to the wrong people. In the case of, of Tupac, when they, you know in Vegas, they had an encounter with some gangsters at a casino. And, well, they beat up a guy in the lobby. Right, right. That was all on the show. Excuse me. I said gangster. When you say gangster about Vegas, people think suits and hats, white suits, right? Yeah. It was gangsters. Gangsta. They had a run in with some gangsters. Yeah, got clear Vegas. Yeah, and uh, and in all likelihood, that's what that was about. Had nothing to do with Notorious or anything like that. Biggie, not at all. But some good shows, Chuck D. I like uh, I like Chuck D. I mean, it's not like I knew a whole lot about him. I knew I knew about the Public Enemy thing, and I, I knew who he was, who he is, and all that. But I never saw him talking for any kind of extended period. About any issues or anything, he's an all right guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's up to date. They even got into the whole history of, of of that them the public enemy thing and the the running. Uh, who's the guy with the really long name that ripped the Jews that they had to kick out and then they took him back in? The supreme Allied commander chief. Big wigam engine. I don't know Yeah, I just crazy know hey, crazy Lava long Lava Lava professor. With yeah, gotta love Flava. Because there were a lot of them in in, uh, in Public Enemy. We got some in the rack over there. And, you know, and speaking of something in the rack, thank you, Eric, for reminding me that it is on Neil's Nuggets, but I don't think I'm going to play the scrotum self-repair thing. Story. Are you going to tease me like that? I'm going to tease you. Nanner, nanner. I'm just going to hold it up. No, because, uh, you know, the climate that we're operating under right now, it's a little graphic. It's very clinical. He's reading a news story, but it's very graphic. I just don't know. Well, let me... Let me take it under advisement. It's, it's totally clinical. There's nothing prurient about it. It's a news story. This, this really happened. He read it out of a medical journal. I, I found the story. Neil read it. Did a wonderful reading of it. I think uh, I'll think about it. All right. All right. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello. Hey, t-
11: is, uh, tell George. Is he no, you're on, per-
7: you're on right now, sir. You tell me.
11: Joe, oh, sorry. George? Right. Yeah. Professor Griff?
7: Professor Griff, thank you very much. Alrighty. Yeah, but he yeah he had a a big long that was his working name. He had a big long title or something. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much. Progr- yeah, uh, the Jews are wicked. That's what Progr- uh, Pro- Progressor Griff said. <coughs> but thank you very much. He sounded like a gangster rap fan, there, didn't he? Absolutely. You know, in that N word thing, they have all these interviews with all all of the ices, all of the the T's and the cubes and uh, and all of that. He still ain't smiling. You know, just by talking, you can see he's got nice, nice teeth. Nice teeth. Gosh forbid he should let anybody see him. QAM, hello.
11: Hey, good hey. morning.
7: Morning, how are you?
11: First, you're God, as far as my reading goes, okay? All Always right. been my fantasy. But as far as the necrophilia thing goes, just marry a Jewish girl. You've got the best of all worlds.
7: All right. Thank you very much. That was a very anti-Semitic comment. We have bits that uh, say as much. He must know. Sounds like the voice of experience there. Five six seven zero five sixty in Dayton Broward pound five sixty is a free mobile call if you have Verizon Wireless. Eight seven 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 eight five six three four five is toll free everywhere else. QAM hello. QAM hello.
13: Hey, Ramita, please.
7: You're, yes, you are. You're obsessed with me. Why are you obsessed with me, faggot? Spick fag, maricón. Why, Why are you obsessed with me? Why are you obsessed with me, faggot? Me? I don't understand obsession. Being a variety kind of guy myself. So I'm glad we abandoned that other poll. How can you be stuck on one thing? Doesn't it get old? Anything gets old, doesn't it? Maybe yeah. one thing, like whatever you were into last year. You're not all into it like you were last year, right? But yet, I mean, it must. Be, what a compliment that year after year you can still be obsessed over the same, you know, little little piece of crap on the radio. QAM, hello.
2: Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hi.
7: How are you? Dipshit. Wow. Whoa. The bar has been raised. QAM, hello. Uh, Is
5: George. there?
7: Yeah, 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 he's here. He's right here.
11: Am I on the air? You're on the
7: radio. You're on the air.
11: What do you think about uh, John Kerry, brother?
7: What do I think about John Kerry? Is that a trick question?
11: No, I I don't know. I think
7: he's a tall man. He's a tall man? Yeah.
11: You think he looks
7: like a dog, like this kind of thing on the TV or
11: anything? Like a dog? Like a basset hound? Yes, basset yep. hound. Yes, uh, I do. A basset, basset hound face.
7: Yes, that's exactly right. A basset hound face. He looks like Droopy. Uh, uh, George, what
11: do you think George Bush
7: looks like? A monkey. A chimp.
11: Um, a monkey face?
7: A stunned yeah. monkey.
11: Oh, okay. Got right. Yes. Right.
7: All right. QAM, hello. Oye. Dime.
13: Mira, cuando vayas a cagar.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. QAM, Hello.
6: Fuck
7: you. Obviously, they're all in the same room now. I, I, we need, we do need the double delay, and it's not for Pharrell. It's just for our phones. Welcome to South Florida. Yeah, boy, that would have been good to have CNN in here. Let's talk about John Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Q-A-M, hello. <sighs> I think we hit a wall. I think we hit a stinking wall. So where are the necrophilia, necrophiliacs? When all those lines lit up, at least they had something to say. Weird, sick pups that they are. How's the poll shaping out? Marilyn's going to win this, isn't she? Yes. The uh, the dead, well, I almost said the dead babe poll, but we haven't had any guys call up and put any guys on here yet. We haven't had any women. Is it possible that there are no female necrophiliacs? Tell me that's so, or not so. I haven't heard. No, or, I haven't heard either. As a matter of fact, I've no. Never you know heard what? I I, I heard happened. I heard a story once about really? a female funeral director person because you know the corpses, like rigor mortis kind of thing. You know about that? You heard about that, right? That the corpses can still have a. I, I mean, you heard, that, have that you heard? Yeah, true, no, it's a real right? thing. No, it's true. It's true. It's a thing because it's like an autonomic whatever, whatever. One of those reflex thingies. Right. I don't know. But I've, I've heard tales. I've heard rumors. Maybe it's an urban myth that I, female, female funeral workers have uh, have been known to, to to climb on the gurney, looking for confirmation. Maybe I you know maybe I dreamt that. How's that? QAM, hello. QAM. QAM, hello. Thank you, Rush. Chew another oxy. Good story hey. about Rush in the Inquirer this month. Go ahead. Hello. Hey, hey. hey. QAM, hello. George. QAM hello, George. Yeah,
12: how you doing?
13: Fine, how are you? Boy, that's one heck of a poll you got going here today.
7: Well, I make like <laughs> the most of it.
13: Hey, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, I just need I need my woman alive. You know, just death is not something I play
7: along. Will ya?
13: I know. It's it's. I can't. You can't believe it, but uh,
10: life is. I need something breathing. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, sir.
7: Thanks for that. Oh, well, who needs you then? QAM,
10: hello.
7: QAM, hello. No, <coughs> no, QAM, hello. I'm sorry.
2: Okay.
7: It's summer vacations, right, a wonderful time. QAM, it's you.
2: George, Call. you the man. You, you get sicker every day. It's why I like your show. It just
7: happened. It happened organically.
2: Uh, I can imagine. But, uh, listen, yesterday there was an interesting uh, article in the, uh, the Herald uh, editorial. I don't believe where... you. I'm sorry?
6: Go ahead. How you doing?
2: Okay, they, they, they were talking about the fact that they the military has drunk out over six thousand uh, gays because of their orientation, and yet they're now right. calling up over five thousand, reactivating over five thousand uh, soldiers who thought they were out of the service
3: because right. so they don't
2: have enough that are over right.
3: there. Surprise!
2: So you know what, what is their prejudice against the gays? First, it was against the blacks, then it was mm-hmm. the women. That was against, why can't they just say any American that wants to serve can serve? Why do they have a problem with that? Our Constitution says right. with, every man is created equal. Everybody right. has the right. This is supposed to be the land of freedom.
7: But you're, we, you're forgetting... Are, are we
2: still that? Sir. Baptist, religious? Go ahead.
7: You're, you're forgetting a very important point that they keep making those on the right. Yes. That is, shut up, faggot lover.
2: But they used to say, end <laughs> lover, too.
7: Right! Right. But when, when's it going
2: to stop, right. George? When are they going to get to a higher level of intelligence? Maybe.
7: I'm thinking, and it's just a guess, a thousand years. <laughs> now, it's going to <laughs> well, be a thousand that... years of like trial and tribulation and a whole lot of bad things happening before we get a clue that that's not the way to be in human society, but I think it'll take about a thousand years.
13: But they, they and not getting... in America.
7: Not in America. Like America will have gone away. It will have expired like so many other empires. We're
2: we're not an empire. We're, <laughs> we're a democracy of the people.
7: Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot.
2: But uh, I, I just can't believe these people are such. Uh, See, here's the point that they're not
7: considering why if you are a homosexual, are you not allowed to go risk your life and die? If you don't like gay people, then you should want them in a a, a war zone possibly dying. Same thing, here's another thing that I don't understand. The Republicans don't want there to be free birth control provided to the inner city people. But they don't like black people. They don't want to give them any money. They don't want to give them any housing. They don't want to give them food stamps or any kind of social services that will help them get out of the situation that they're in. If you don't like those kinds of people, then you should want Fewer of them in the world, giving them free birth control is going to accomplish that for you, but they don't want that either.
2: Absolutely, and, 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 I and a abortions philosophy. on demand. Right. I mean, exactly. It, it they're, they're, they don't have logic, and that's the one thing that upsets me about their their belief. They have no
7: logic. They're, they're, they, they they're just, right. They, they
2: just want you to believe in them. It's one of those things about you, you have to believe the Lord acts is serious. mysterious I don't want to hear it. I want to explain yeah. to me. If it doesn't make sense, I can't go along it. doesn't with make it. sense
7: because their belief system is not based on reality, fact, anything rational. It's based on faith. It's based on fairy tales. And that's why they think that way. And we're late for the break. And thank you very much. It's 1128 on
3: this is Air
4: America Radio.
3: Uh,
4: welcome back to the Al Franken Show. Uh, uh, uh we have a, a blogger for our guest this hour. Do we? Do we
9: have a blogger?
4: A blogger, yeah. And then I might do my Stuart Smalley bit. How, uh... uh, uh, uh Uh, Is this the switch here? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh Hello, blogger.
3: Yes, I am a blogger.
4: Oh, well, blog, blog, blog. (laughs) Blog,
3: blog, blog.
4: So, uh, and get this. What else is News. Uh, get it? News.
3: Well, it is questionable whether or not UPN will renew Enterprise for another season, so I am afraid we may never discover if the Nazi was indeed an alien or a zombie character, Roger Gordon. Ah, uh, well, it
4: looks like uh, we have a break, uh, which is amazing in itself. Is it? Is this a strong break, or is. Ah. Uh, blogger, can you stay with
3: us? Yes, it will allow me to pleasure myself to fake pics of Jolene (laughs)
6: Blaylock.
7: Anyway, 28 till 12 on 560 QAM. I'm just, I'm looking over this. I got a lot of material out of the globe for the show this time around, and I haven't even gotten to the whole uh, Harry's real father story for those royalty-obsessed people. Should have put that on the previous poll that we bailed on. Notice, of course, as soon as we changed the poll, nobody called in for this one anymore. That's, that's how they are. That's how they like to jerk you around, Josh. So I'm flipping through the globe, and at the back of all of these things, they usually they have their um, thumbs up, thumbs down, as far as what the uh, celebrity chicks are wearing kind of thing. Now, here's the question. Is a gay guy, is that Kojo, that Kujo guy, the one that you see with the big horse face that's on all the entertainment shows, is he the one that's deciding whether or not these outfits are thumbs up, thumbs down? Bear in mind, pl- let's play along here. Let's play a game, because... We're just talking about their outfit, their clothes, whether or not it's an it's a ugly outfit or a good-looking outfit, all right? Let's pretend we're doing that fashion show and we're, we're Melissa, we're the Riverses. Okay. I got to be the old broad and you be the young ugly one, all right? Uh, here, now, we're not Paris fans here. Paris is just Paris. We don't care. Here's Paris' outfit right there now. What's wrong with that outfit? It's just it's two colors. It's like a yellow and green kind of thing. I'm telling you right now, she got a thumbs down. You see anything wrong with this outfit? Is that an ugly outfit? It looks like a dress. It fits her. Her shoes look perfectly acceptable, normal. She's got a fuzzy purse, but that's Paris. She kind of does wiggy style things. It's not a big, ugly, stupid bag. It's just like, it looks like it's made out of green fur carpet. I mean, it's a little strange, I would say. The it's outfit. a little strange, but it, it well, it, but it, it fits her, right? Yeah. It's not ugly. It's like, if, if you were dating Paris, and she came out to go out with that outfit, you wouldn't say, yo, go change that ugly outfit. No. No? No, it's fine. She got a thumbs down. This chick up here, what's her name? Molly Sims. She's just wearing like a blue and white dress. Anything wrong with that outfit there? No. No, she got a thumbs down. All right? Here's Brittany Daniel in a, um, remember that Wrigley gum with a zebra on it, the fruit stripe gum? She's wearing a dress that looks like fruit stripe. She got a thumbs down. Anything particularly ugly wrong with that? It's stripes. I think it's great. Yeah, it looks she looks good. The I outfit mean, uh, looks anything good. Anything that Brittany Daniel will be wearing, I'm gonna give two thumbs up. Right, so but that's a fine outfit. I she agree. was wearing that to a party, and I was with her. Yay! And if she came out of the bedroom wearing that, I hey, nice dress, on. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Her shoes match. Her purse matches. She's got a good hairdo. She got a thumbs down. Are you convinced that these guys are gay yet? The people that are selecting this, because <laughs> I'm not done. Of course. You ready? I'm gonna show you what they gave a thumbs up to. Thumbs you up. ready? Okay, I'm ready. Right? Strapped in? Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> No. Yeah! Yeah! Look Uh, look at the emblem right here. It's Star Jones wearing a fluorescent green thing that, that would stop traffic because it looks like a hazard sign. This could be the new color for the hunter's safety gear. It doesn't fit her. She's oozing all out of it. Well, that's a given. Yeah, that's a given, although she could get something that's the right size that could flow on her. You know, they have material. She's rich. She can afford all the material in the world. Uh, A a roll of silk. A roll.
6: Yeah. (laughs)
7: A (laughs) (laughs) A jelly roll of silk. Ugly skirt. Ugly top. Yeah, a, like, ugliest color I've ever seen. It doesn't fit her. It's too small for her. It's it's misshapen. She's misshapen. Her hair is pulled back so tight it's distorting her face, as usual. Like, I, I can't really see who the other people. I, I see Goldie Hawn and the other person in the yeah, pink. Like, Goldie got thumbs a, up, too? No, Goldie got a thumbs down. Okay, well, I, I mean, I want to see. And, and got with a thumbs that. down, but this chick, Amy, Amy Yazdek, in this weird pink poncho looking thing, she got a thumbs up. Like, yeah. Like, they're rolling dice. Like, they're just spinning, like, you know, like in the game of life, they're spinning that wheel and and letting it land on thumbs up. They're flipping a coin for all these pictures. It's the same kind of people. I mean, obviously, those guys are gay. But, you know, it's the same (laughs) thing with the guys who make the clothes. Like, some of you know, the models that come out in the clothes, like, not my particular, most of them, anyway, the the toothpick parasol. Well, you missed the shows I did about the fashion industry. It's a Eurofag plot to turn us gay. It's not going to work, but they think it's going to. But not only that, but the clothes are just... Like hideous the clothes are hideous. Like if you saw a girl in the street, it, like when they come down the runway, <laughs> exactly right. I mean you'll you'll <laughs> stop and laugh, and I would and I would call people over to laugh. Hey, hey, you! I don't know who you are. Look what but, she's wearing. Look Leslie. Yeah, look at this chick. Look at that. She went out like that. She doesn't have any mirrors in her house. There's no question. The the Euro fag plot to turn the men of the world gay by uglifying women. And here's how it works. I got it figured out, and and I got people trying to kill me because I got their plot figured out. First of all, they choose models who are ugly. Not just ugly in the face, because like, it's like 50-50 whether or not they even have a passable face. When you watch the runway shows, and I, the wife puts them on on the weekends, style TV and all that, we watch the runway shows. Some of them are good-looking, some are not. There's yeah, really right. no, they're looking for characters, so there's no, like, majority of good-looking women there. They're like hit or miss as far as their face goes. Then you get to their bodies. Most of them have ugly bodies, these long beanpole protruding pelvic bones, no-ass bodies. Yeah. This, these, these runway models, right? I agree. Designed, what, what doesn't have any hips? A man doesn't have any hips. You understand? They're getting these these figureless females that look like skinny men, all right? Then they're putting really, really ugly clothes on them, so that our women over here will see those clothes because a Eurofag designed it and said, this is an attractive article of clothing. It's, it's, it's la croix. It's la croix, darling. They're going to put this ugly-ass clothes on, look ugly to us, and, and in the head of these, these, these people that are over there plotting, the Eurofags that want to turn the world gay, when the women dress ugly, when they get all anorexic to look like that beanpole model, when they put on that ugly-ass outfit to look like that beanpole model, they're going to look so ugly to us that we would rather do a guy. That's what they're thinking in their crazy heads. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Thank God for trailer trash like Brittany, who's going to stay plump and and dressed like in tight leather and latex. QAM, hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. QAM, hello.
12: Hey, what's going on, Jordan? How you doing? I uh, just wanted to say thank you very much for aligning us with the uh, the conspiracy there.
7: Oh yeah, watch out for it. And if your if your woman starts looking at any of those weird, funky Euro fashions, just just slap her right away from there. Yeah,
12: yeah, tell <laughs> me about it. That, that works very, very well. And here, here,
7: here's the thing, because yeah, I got to figure it out, and I and I put it together. When when they move the woman's waistline like up under her arms, they call that the empire waistline. Barbara Streisand <laughs> wears wears uh, dresses like that, where the woman yeah. looks like a bell. Any outfit, any style that obscures a woman's figure, you know that that came from the, the evil head of a faggot Eurofag designer. Because nothing is better than a woman's figure, is it? No, not no, no. outfit that they can put on is going to be a better shape than the shape that's under the outfit. So an attractive outfit, outfit has to follow the figure. It has to, or it's not attractive. If yeah, it obscures the figure, it's uglifying the woman, but yet you see them put the clothes on and walk outside with them.
12: Absolutely, Uh, I can't agree with you anymore. And we don't
7: have credibility. The heteros, we can't tell them that they look ugly in that because what do we know about what's attractive in in a woman? Just because we like them, just because we like (laughs) to look at them. No, no, they're going to take the word of a gay guy who's disgusted by the shape of a woman. That's who they're going to listen to. Yep, it
12: makes so much damn sense. And I just wanted to say you should give a shot to some absinthe. Give it a shot.
7: Absinthe? Doesn't that kill your brain like immediately?
12: Ah, uh, you know, I don't know.
7: I don't, just, <laughs> a little bit, but it's worth it. That's what you're saying, aren't you? Yeah, yeah,
12: you
3: should give it a shot. A crack? <laughs> yeah, a
7: crack will kill you, but it's a ride.
3: It's just crack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. All right, I'll pass all right. You.
7: Thank you very much. I'll just stick with huffing, thank you. QAM, hello. George. Caller. What's happening? How are you doing?
11: Good, man. Here's your so space.
7: Okay, thank you very much. Yours is n- not very good either. QAM, hello.
12: Just,
7: hey, Jorge. Right. Hey, what? How
12: are you doing? I got a... Story for you.
7: Are you down? Well, you're doing a necrophilia poll. We haven't had any people add to it lately.
12: Well, i got a good story for you. i got an older cousin. I used to work at a mortuary. And okay, used turn the, to, the radio off. Though, so you hear the
7: story. Turn the radio off.
12: Okay, I did. I'm going to drive Thank you. So anyway, he used to work at a mortuary, and I used to do his lookout. I was like 14 at the time. I didn't, didn't really know what he was doing until I caught him in the act. And nowadays, he's married to
7: a she Oh, man. So he's just <laughs> a freak.
12: Yes, he, a he is. A total freak and freak. Uh, we stay away from him. i have a years.
7: Hey, but you know what? He's doing God's work because somebody's got to fill the freak niche in the world. There
12: you go. There you go. What there would
11: the world be without him? Right. What would
7: all the females do without all those men that appreciate them?
11: Exactly. George, have a good day.
7: You too. QAM, hello. George? Caller?
11: Chrissy Taylor croaked on primatine mist.
7: Okay. Chrissy Taylor.
11: She was fine.
7: It's Chrissy or Christy? Chrissy. Chrissy Taylor. We Nick, got it.
9: Nikki's sister. We got it. Late.
7: All right. Thank you, Chrissy Taylor. And while we're at it, uh, what's the, uh, the porn chick's name? Since the other guy mentioned porn chicks, is it Savannah? Was Savannah the one, the blonde with the bangs, with the pierced neck, killed herself? I'll oh, he yeah, look I'm pretty sure it's Savannah. 18 till 12, 560 WQAM. A number
10: of celebrities have recently passed away. Among them, Brian Keith, Jimmy Stewart, Robert Mitchum, and Jacques Cousteau. Listen now as they join Charles Keralt
4: for the end of the road.
7: All those passengers All fly.
11: fly they, care, care. They, they board.
4: Hey, Jimmy. How was your funeral service?
11: Yeah, it
1: was just a wonderful way. How, how about you, Brian?
0: Eh, very small. We kept it to a family affair. Is this plane going from here to uh, eternity? Hey, how come you're all wet, Jack? That is not jock. It is jock. Jack, jock, jerk,
2: whatever. Are we going from here to eternity? Uh,
1: Brian? Well, let me ask you a question. How is that little tramp sissy? Did you ever Bobby her, Jody? I don't want to know about this sissy. I want to know about the Mr. French. I understand that he is a man's man, Oh. No? <laughs> Say,
0: how long before we get to eternity? Are we there yet?
7: 14-12-560-QAM, qam 5670 is the number. That's the dayton and Broward number. Toll-free outside of that is And pound 560 is the, uh, the AT&T number. So I guess Miguel just went and scanned those pictures and sent them off to Eric, and they're up already. For what it's worth, it's not like something I'm proud of. The, the whole Penelope experience was a little bit more exciting on account of the pressure that I felt on my chest when I posed for that picture as opposed to the Jessica picture. And again, I say, now I haven't seen the show lately, so I don't know what Casey looks like right now, but when they were here, I was looking at Casey more than I was looking at Jessica. She's hot. Like, they, there's a part where they they go out and, like, tan at the pool. Um, don't get really? me wrong. But I just... They're tanning on I'm her. not giving her the edge on her. Okay. Jessica grew some. Like here. Oh, sure. Yeah. You think those are uh, store button? Miguel's giving me this look. She was very young when she was here, Miguel. Now, it happens. Dude, it happens. It happens. I've seen it. I've actually watched them grow. I've watched them grow right before my freaking eyes, like somebody blowing up a balloon. It's happened. You just, you never know. When they're when they're still in their teens, and she was when she was here, you don't know. It. Sometimes it's like 18, 19, 20 before. Because you know what? Like different parts of your body, when you're going through that whole adolescent thing, they grow at different rates. You know what I mean? See, so like, like the legs will grow first or, or maybe the arms will grow first. So for a while, they're, they're all out of proportion, the teenagers. It happens to men and women, and, and the breasts are all a part of that. You just don't know when they're going to get around to their growth spurt or when they're going to stop growing. So I've seen some plunging neckline pictures of her. They don't necessarily look fake in that they're, they're down here and they're not round on top. That's not to say that they're real but the fake one's usually like a mile away, you can tell. Like, for example, Tara, Tara Reed. You can spot those salad bowls in the dark. It's a good job. Blindfold on you. Very good job. Compliments to the chef. QAM, hello.
11: Hello. Hello. Yeah, George, please.
7: You're you're speaking to him.
11: Oh, is this Is am I on the air?
7: You're on the air.
12: Oh, how you doing, George? Uh
7: Uh-huh.
12: I was a first-time caller, long-time listener. And I'd like to say I'm an avid Bush hater. Uh-huh. And for your poll, I'd like to say Seika. Okay. Okay? Is she dead? Yes, she is dead.
7: Okay, thank you very much. Okay. All I right. think so. I'm
12: not sure. She
13: might, oh, might want to check I'm pretty sure
7: that. she's dead, but you just reminded me of somebody else that is also dead. Um, and I guess she did porn, but she's uh, that chick. Ah, oh, I can never think of her name. Yeah, that chick, Miguel. Angelique Pettyjohn. The Star Trek chick. Well, she also did porn and a bunch of other B-movies. You, know, you saw the, the silver bikini chick. You ever saw the one where Kirk Fights the Chick with the green hair and the silver bikini? That's like one of the best. only yeah, I'm a loser because I, I watched Star Trek when when, way back when. yeah, Mr. Ballbuster in there let's let's have Miguel list off the shows that he used to watch and then do the L thing on our head, Josh, because he used to watch some show that was dumb when he was a kid. What is he call me? he He watched Wonder Woman. Wow. Well, but I watched Wonder Woman. Yeah. I can't. Oh, but still, loser. It was a superhero show. You're a loser. There was really nothing on when we were kids, you youngster. We had three channels, not counting PBS. Oh, oh, and of course, 23 played English language stuff for like half of the day. And that's where we got to watch our cartoons. Also, loser. Also, loser cartoons. Yeah, Prince Planet. Everybody watched so cartoons. Though. Well, I'm a loser, though, according to Miguel. And everybody watched Star Trek too. There was nothing else on huh? on Channel Six in the afternoon. And everybody saw the uh, the Silver Bikini Babe episode. Not as good as my favorite one, which is the Flying Space Turd episode. You ever see that one? Giant flying planet-eating space turd. Yeah. What's not to like about that show? QAM, hello. Yeah. Okay. QAM, hello. Uh,
5: is this the George Rodriguez show?
7: No, it's the Neil Rogers show, but I'm doing oh, it today.
5: can I talk to George?
7: You're on the air right now.
5: Oh, good deal. Hey, man, can I uh, add one to your poll? Sure. Wait, uh, this is the music from I...
7: the giant space turd episode. Yeah, this is, the, this is the giant space turd coming in for the kill. I, I forgot I had this. He hung up. This guy hung up. No sense of humor on him. There's an exciting climax going on here. Matter of fact, this could have fit into the tuck last night. Remember Miguel? Remember the, right here. What do you think? <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> QAM, hello. Let's try this one. QAM, hello.
11: How about Celia Cruz?
7: Okay. Put her on there. He wants her. QAM, hello. Hey, George. How are you doing?
11: First off, it wasn't a space turd. It's a space bugle. (laughs) That thing is a gargantuan (laughs) brown bugle. That's what it is. The guy spray paints it. It moves around side to side. It sucks (laughs) up planets, but it's a bugle. And for the poll, Linda Lovelace.
7: (laughs) Okay. It looks just like a bugle. Their special effects budget was very weak, but it was a good idea. Giant Turd Eats Planets. QAM, hello. Thank you very much. All right, Miguel, because you had to have watched that, that episode. Does this ring your Kirk and a chick in a silver bikini on some weird spiral pattern that looks like one of those uh, mint candies. Remember those mint candies that they give you at the dentist? And they got bungee sticks. And they're fighting. You never saw that? The chick was hot. Did you find a picture of her, Josh? Angelique? I got a picture of her, uh, somewhere. No, I can't find one on her. Oh, she's one I got a picture of her, uh in the um in the beaded curtain pool. I got a picture of her. I'll show you a picture of her. QAM, hello.
5: Yeah, George, gotta get yeah. one for your Paul. All right. How about favorite sex toys? Male and female.
7: Okay, thank you very much. QAM, hello. Hello? Yeah, I'm grimacing on my end too here, Miguel. Hello. Oh. You're, on the, you're on the air, sir. Hey, uh,
11: how about that chick, uh, that Tex Mex
7: chick that got shot, Selena? Oh, Selena! Selena, how could we forget Selena? She was on, she was on uh, they did some special on VH1 I was just seeing. There you go. Oh, I All know right what on. it was. Thank you very much. It was that uh, VH1. Boy, talk about good programming lately on VH1, that hundred most shocking episodes. It's a repeat. You know the one I'm talking about? 100 Most Shocking Rock Things, Jim Morrison pulling it out. But did he? Did he not? He showed him the lizard? That looks like some kind of a leaser. And leaser? What, that's what Tony Monsanto said when Jim Morrison pulled it out in Miami. He was there in the audience, and he leaned over, and he said to Manolo, Look at that. That looks like some kind of a leaser. I don't like Columbias. QAM, hello. QAM, hello.
13: Hello, I beg your pardon? I'm oh, sorry, I got the
7: wrong number. No, you don't. Don't hang up. Yeah,
11: who's this? Who are you? Who well, am I? Is this George? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had messing think?
7: with you. Come on, lighten up. Lighten up a little bit. Loose that. Shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> There's too <pretty> much for him to
6: handle right here. QAM, hello. George, what's
7: up, man? I love the show.
13: But, uh, what? If we're talking about...
7: Tuck? Yeah, it's huh? a good show.
13: Well, lip Tuck was... That's nice. It was very sexual yeah. and erotic, huh? Yeah, wasn't it? I had to see it twice. It was
7: the, the Big O show. Not the one that we have on this station. The other one. A better Big yeah. O. With well, all well, due well, respect to good. our Big O, but I liked uh, watching and listening and, uh, you know, worrying about that Big O than, uh, than this Big O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
13: and the woman was beautiful, huh?
7: Yeah, but, uh, was. But...
13: But, George, the, the best Star Trek series was Deep Space Nine.
7: No, yeah, well, I'm, like, okay, I'm going to get into a Star Trek episode. It was like, it's something on to watch. They haven't done any of them right, including the first one, so, um, you know, whatever.
13: Well, you know, every Monday and Tuesday from 8 a.m. to no. 4 p.m. is Star Trek Marathon.
7: No, I, I don't know that, but, uh, okay. but thank you very much. It's on a long list of uh, things I, I wouldn't watch, uh, you know, but there's nothing else on. You know, and like this whole last season of Enterprise or, or two, I don't even know. It's like, eh. Even though they, they, tried, they, they actually put out a press release saying, we're not boring anymore. <laughs> 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 they did. They put out a memo saying, this new season is going, we're, we're retooling the, uh, the formula. This new season is going to be action-packed. And I watched the first one, and yeah, they put space marines on the ship to kill people. And they did. They unleash them, and they kill people. It's like, all right, a little bit better than I immediately lost interest and went, you know, went back under the bed. QAM, Hello. QAM hello, George. Yeah,
12: how come you sound
11: like a twelve year old boy?
7: I don't know. How come you sound like a twelve year old girl?
5: (laughs) That's
7: funny. QAM hello, I'm thirteen. QAM hello, Jamba. QAM hello,
5: George.
1: How about Natalie
6: Woods?
7: She's on there. All right, no, nice. She's uh, She's floating at 34 right now. Marilyn Monroe has 38. Aaliyah, 21. Lacey Peterson, 12. We're taking a poll. Which dead person do you still want to nail? Nobody nobody has, uh, what? What? The girl should have lunch in the lunchroom like everybody else. She's laughing about Lacey Peterson. She's
3: got 12 votes.
7: <laughs> Dana Plato has seven. Lana Clarkson, six. And I'm real proud of that. I thought I was the only one that knew who she was. Selena, one. None yet for Chrissy Taylor. Seika. Seika's spelled wrong, by the way. It's spelled with a K. I'll have to tell that to Eric. It's not your fault. She's an old broad. Like, before my time, that's how old she was. Celia Cruz and uh, Linda Lovelace have none. QAM, hello. Hello, QAM, hello. George. Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing?
5: Oh man, you got me tripping on this Star Trek stuff, man.
7: What the, we're not doing no Star Trek show. Let's wait till Sud show no, up on Friday. But
5: you know what? You forgot the best looking hot chick from Star Trek. I wasn't, I, I wasn't
7: bringing out the hot looking. I mean, uh, it's not. That's not the poll. I, I didn't know, remember man. the one that because she's dead. And that has to do with this pole.
5: But the other chick that I'm talking about is dead, too.
7: Oh, really? Is Who? The, uh,
5: remember that one episode where they were transporting this one savage chick? No. To this other world? She was, like, kind of black with braids and stuff. And uh, Kirk just grabbed her and told her, You better shape up and smack her around a little bit.
7: Yeah, that chick's not dead. She's on soap operas now.
5: She is. I
7: thought she's been there. No, my wife watches some soap opera she's on. She always points it out. She thinks that that's going to get me interested in the soap opera. She points to the chick and says, Hey, she was on Star Trek. You'll watch the soap opera now, right? And I say, no. Hey, Tina Louise, I think, is dead. Tina Louise? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, check it out. All right, I'll check it out. Bye. 2 till 12, 560 WQAM. (laughs)
6: you <laughs> oh, well, finally got, what? got a
0: call here what? The number one rated uh, Moe Howard, and David in his own and, and At least according to my aspirations Stay away from me I don't even know how you have children Mirabar, hello
8: yes. I want your take
0: on Jay Fiedler. Oh, well, Jay Feebler Is a great quarterback and a good Jew I
8: like Jay
0: uh, Well, not to mention He's got extraordinarily smooth TikToks.
3: Oh, yeah! You've got to be careful
0: what you say here.
3: Oh, TikTok. Thank
0: you, Mom. <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute. Don't go. But
3: I have nothing else to say.
0: How about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down
3: the street from you. Oh, yeah. I have to go.
0: Oh wait, oh, wait, by the way, something. No,
3: no, I, I have to go. Look, I
0: tell you what. I'll hold you over a break. How's that, huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, ten T-shirts. How's that?
3: Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> no, wait. No, <laughs> wait.
0: That was the only color we had.
3: The things on your nose is blowing
0: again. The
3: The
0: the The Wow!
3: You got big, poofy
6: things
3: on your nose and on your face, and around those oozing pimples, you call eyes. If you go look in the mirror, you'll see a road map of of Ypsilanti. You got your happy sign.
0: Way too tight. My nose glows when something stings. Almost every day, day I sting, and my veins as they really start to tickle. My adenoids are noisy,
1: Yeah, I look like, like ball am a apart. That's because I'm twenty-five.
3: With well, I no-tape
6: film, with
3: pointy bull something
6: like that you want
3: to see on Science Channel this
1: no tape, the
3: bleats, pointy bull
1: nays. Do 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 purple
6: do do to do do do
7: it's <laughs> a bleak twelve o'clock hour. What happened to uh, to Jerry? Don't we normally watch Jerry at this time of the day? We do. Uh, I don't know. Oh, there it is. Hillbilly Love Triangle. Oh, well, yeah. What's than that? You know, earlier uh, in the show we were talking about Nip Tuck and Sex Addiction because the the chick that's like Christian, the one surgeon you don't watch this show, so I'll try to introduce everybody to you. Christian, the one surgeon, the one that's single, sing, signal, the one that's single and a player. Had a baby. Well, he didn't have a baby. It's like this: the black baby came out. All right, <laughs> he's dating this chick that he met at sex addiction class. Which, when it first came out, when the, you know in the previous season, and they introduced that whole sex addiction class, like sex anonymous, like alcoholics anonymous, sex addicts anonymous. He goes to this class because he he was hitting on the patients. He was bagging the babes that came into the office for surgery. He was trading out surgery for sex and all kinds of wonderful, wholesome things that none of us have a problem with. That's a good trade-out. Right, sure. Everybody that I talked to was like, yeah, and? What's wrong with that? You know, it's, just, it's trade goods. So apparently he was confronted and they dogged him and he went to Sex Addicts Anonymous and met this babe, so of course he picks her up and, and they have sex. <laughs> and I'm our kidding. addicts, where is this class? We were talking about this before. Where is the class that's got women all gathered together in one place who are addicted to sex? I'm going. And they're going through the panel. You know how they do it, Alcoholics Anonymous. I mean, I haven't been to a meeting, but I've seen the the footage. They've dramatized it enough times where they go through and they introduce themselves and the person talks about their problems. And here are these hot babes saying, I just can't say no to men. I just, uh, you know... I can't say no to men, and if a man even talks to me, you know I gotta have sex with him. And I'm like, and and where are they congregating? Where are they gathering these women all together? To because we want to help, don't we? Yes. Help them through their. I'll their, be the counselor. Their, their issue, right? We'll counsel them. Right. So of course he goes to this sex therapy class, picks up this babe, they have sex. She becomes a recurring character, like one of those comic characters, like in this episode, not in that one, that kind of thing. She winds up becoming pregnant. He decides to do the right thing, because even though he's a player, he has kind of a conscience about him. So if if he got a chick pregnant, he's going to stand by her, all that, blah, blah, blah. He buys all the stuff, and they make a big issue out of that. Like, he's spending hundreds of dollars on strollers, child protective cages, uh, which Miguel's going to be buying very soon. The cages I'm talking about. You want a big, solid cage. You get metal, they... They cut through plastic and they chew through wood. You want metal, tungsten carbide. I'm telling you, they have teeth like rats. Anyway, so he's spending all this money and everything and he's there doing the delivery. He's the doctor, so he's doing the delivery himself and everything. And, he, and you know how they have that view, the her eye view. Right. She's looking down at her cloth draped knees and, he, and you see his, the, the look of shock on his face. And I'm thinking, all right, it's a live baby. Actually, I called it, I, I leaned over to the wife and said, it's going to be a black baby. And he pulls out this black baby. So, obviously, it ain't his.
3: Ta-da! Um,
7: yeah. right, sure. Now, any one of us would have said, bye-bye, yeah. right then and there. No, no, he's, because they write it this way. The writers decided that, that Christian was going to be still committed to her and this baby. What? She is a total freaky flake. This is the part of the series that I can't handle, is when people do things that are not just out of character for them, but out of character for anybody. She's a total whack job. She is still addicted to sex. Last night, she's doing a gangbang to try to get pregnant because he won't impregnate her again. Well, actually, for the first time, but you know what I mean. And he wants to be a father to this kid that ain't his. Why? Exactly. My point exactly. Because they wrote it that way. Because the writers decided that for a plot device that he would want to... And he is. He's being a good father. He's taking the kid everywhere. He's running around with the kid in the stroller everywhere. She's being flaky, scattered out, screwing around, doing all the irresponsible mom things. And he's the one that's being responsible. She wants to get pregnant. She wants to have another kid with him. He's telling her inaccurately, it's like, look, you're an addictive personality person. That's why you're a sex addict. You had a baby, now you've become a baby addict. You want to keep having babies. Why don't we deal with this one right now first, and then maybe later on we'll talk about having that. And she freaks out. She freaks out. She wigs. She, she bites his neck. She, she storms off. Forget about that. We're seeing this kid again. This kind of a flake you don't want to have in your life. You don't want to have anything to do with them. He's got no tie. It's not his kid. It's not his wife. He blew a bunch of money, right? He spent some time, already had sex with her, blew some money. Any self-respecting, sane human being would just say, bye-bye, and and off they go. No, no, no. So now he won't stop visiting, coming around, taking the baby around, being a part of the baby's life, etc., and so on. He's going to be a pain in the ass now. She goes and gets the real dad, shows up with the real dad. The real dad wants to be a real dad with his real baby. Christian says, no, I'm going to fight it. It ain't even his kids. See, this is the kind of thing that makes me want to pull my hair out.
6: Yeah, that's just When, they, when they
7: write stuff like that.
6: And that would never that. Yeah.
7: Now, the previews for the next episode, there's going to be all kinds of conflict. He's going to be still fighting the real dad to be a part of this kid's life. His previous psycho girlfriend, he only dates psychos, apparently. His previous, I, know, I can relate. psycho women. I know, whoever heard of such a thing. His previous psycho girlfriend is coming back into the picture, and she's going to be doing some stuff. And when she does stuff, it's serious stuff like property damage, body damage to you, to herself, to people you know. That's what's gonna be happening next Tuesday. So you gotta you gotta roll tape if you're gonna be doing a baseball game. I will, I don't believe I have a game, so I'll be uh, alright. Tuesday nights, it's it's worth it. And then we gotta talk about it. QAM, hello. Hello, it's you. Hello? Yeah. Hey,
10: this is it George?
7: Is this you? Uh yep. Manhattan. George. Yeah.
13: I wanna make a small request. Uh-huh. Um, the Prince Charles phone call.
7: The Prince Charles phone call. The, the, the one, the gay, the Prince Charles and <laughs> his mom. Yeah,
13: yeah.
7: If I can find it, all right?
13: That's awesome. And, nice and um. Community. And also, one more thing for your poll. Sure. Uh, Savannah.
7: Savannah. I think we stuck Savannah on there, didn't we? Or did we not confirm it? We'll put Savannah on there. I'm, I, I'm, memory serves me correctly, I'm pretty sure.
10: All right. Awesome, George. Thanks a lot. Take right. care.
7: Take it easy. Let's see how it's doing, as a matter of fact, speaking of the poll. Marilyn is uh, in the lead with 48, but you know what? Natalie Wood's right on her ace. 42 for Natalie, 25 for Aaliyah, 13 for Lacey Peterson, and you couldn't have called that, would you, Miguel? We were just talking about sex with pregnant women during the break. Dana Plato has nine. Lena Clarkson has six. Three each for Selena, Chrissy Taylor, Celia Cruz, Princess Diana, Seca, two. None yet for Linda Lovelace or Angelique Pettyjohn. They're, they're, they're a little, uh, not as popular as the others. QAM, hello.
6: Hey, George.
7: Hey, how are
5: you? I got one for your poll. All right. Nicole Brown. And I won't say her other name
7: because I hate
6: the ignorant name she was married
7: to. All right. Thank you very much. But we're not going to... We'll put a suggestion on there, but we had to dump the call. Put Nicole Brown Simpson on there. She was still pretty hot when uh, OJ slashed her throat. QAM, hello. This is the boy. QAM, hello.
11: Hi, George. How
2: are you? Hey,
7: how are you?
11: Good. I
2: wanted to add a a lady to your poll. Okay. Um... People don't think she's attractive. How come nobody's
7: calling up any men for this thing. Hello, hey, <laughs> women and gay guys, let your voice uh, be heard.
2: Well, I want I want to uh, add somebody to your poll. I think she's quite attractive. Um, she-, she passed away several years ago, but um, the lady from Give Me a Break, uh, Nell Carter, she's pretty good looking. Okay, thank you.
7: Thank you very much. <laughs> Hold on. I think she was reincarnated in Star Jones. QAM, hello.
13: George. Yeah. Nina Hartley.
7: Okay, she's still alive, man. What are you talking about?
8: Hey, man, she's
7: delicious. She's like... Seven all right, thank you very much. Totally, we're talking about dead people, man. This is the big necrophilia poll. We've never done this, and it's, it's so tough to find a poll that you haven't done yet. When you have to do one of these things every day, it's very tough. That's why we repeat ourselves all the time. We go back and do polls that we did just uh, the week before sometimes. QAM, hello. George. Call her.
11: Um, the... Uh Hey John, she was on the episode of Star Trek, I hate to admit I'm such a Trekkie, um, Triskelion. She was on the planet Triskelion.
7: I would, wouldn't remember that in a million years.
12: And you're flying Star
13: uh, But I Star do re- Trek. I,
7: I remember, because, I mean, how can you, those, there are certain images that you can't get out of your head. The, the, oh. the, 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 the swooshy hair, and there he goes, the swooshy hair and the silver bikini. Because how often do you see a silver bikini? QAM hello. Oh, and that was also the rape episode. See, it's coming back to me now. Uhura got raped. They didn't have rape in a primetime sitcom in those days. Star Trek did. Hello.
5: Yeah, George. How about for your poor Uncle Chicken Wax?
7: QAM, hello. Hey, George.
12: Yeah. How you doing? Hey, you guys play the uh, JFK Jr. uh, when he's flying in the plane? You guys still got that?
7: We have it, yeah.
12: I haven't heard that in a long
13: time.
7: All right. I didn't know we were doing requests today, but uh, whatever. I'll write it down. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's Boca Bryan. It's good and it's long, so uh, why not? Twelve twelve on 560 QAM.
3: Listen to the sound of John God, Jones falling, flame, augering into the sea. You think a multi millionaire like JFK could afford a better plane? If JFK had more time flying, he would have known A piper of the cheap and crappy plane that blows A gun ain't deaf, my head's about the only way I would go Now Ted's the only one that's left alive today From what they call the Kennedy Curse if Dorothy Gilgallin was alive, she'd say, Cheer up, it's only gonna get worse. Listen to the sound of John John's falling, play. Butter, splatter, butter, splatter. Oh, hey, hey, listen to the sound of John John's falling, hey. Butter, splatter, butter,
7: Twelve seventeen, five sixty 5.60 QAM. I wish I could remember the previous request that came in. But oh well, you know, life goes on. So I was watching VH1, that 100 Most Shocking Revolutionary Moments in Rock History, or whatever the name of that show was that I can't remember, and I totally forgot that when the whole censorship flap started, remember that Tipper Gore thing, ratings for the records, ban right. this one, that one, don't shelf this one and that one, I, I forgot that Frank Zappa, Dee Snider, these are the pe- There were three people that testified before Congress to, t- to try to shut down the movement to censor the music. Frank Zappa, we know why he was there, right? If you ever listen to his lyrics, being articulate, love Frank. Way to go, Frank. Rest in peace. Not going to put him on the poll. <laughs> I'd hope not. <clears throat> no. Although... We put JFK Jr. on there. Just, just stick a guy on there. Remember how the women were quelling over him when he was alive? Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's one for the ladies and others. Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister was up there to testify, looking relatively normal, being articulate and everything like you would expect him to be, railing against the dangers of musical censorship, etc. and so on. And, who was the third guy? John Denver. John Denver? Yeah! Totally forgot about that. John Denver. Just with a finger, and censorship, and you Nazis, and you fascists, and what do you think you're doing? And we're talking about music, we're talking about ideas, we're talking about people expressing themselves. Yeah, because that reminded me, because John Denver is another one that, uh, you know, flew his plane into the ocean there. And, you know, and the guy's music was whatever it was. It was good at the campfire. Every music in its place, like some music, only good if there's a dance floor or a roller rink or something nearby. Otherwise, there's, it's useless, right? <laughs> yeah like a lot of the dance music that's so very popular in this town. If you're not in a position where you can actually dance and there aren't chicks that you can ask to dance and there are chicks out there dancing that you can blend in with, there's no way that you would play that like in your car or on your iPod. or in, There's no chance, right? But it's got its place. It's got its use. It does. Like, you know, Like you like Sublime, for example. But if you're at a dance party, that's not what you are going to be using. No. It's not useful for that. John Denver, if you're at a campfire and somebody's got a guitar, you're going to be hearing some John Denver songs. Yeah. (laughs) And you're going to be singing them. And there's going to be girls there, and you're going to be singing together, and it's all part of the whole drinking, singing, getting all happy. And, you know, it's a sing-along song kind of thing. But you're not going to hear me listening to John Denver in Uh the car on the headset, not Johnny Cash. But I I remembered that. I had forgotten all about that. That John Denver, with his little glasses and his bowl of haircut, was just just railing, just all passionate. They were showing the clip of him talking. Just, yeah, yeah, you go, John. QA, hello. And thank hey, you so Hey, way. George, thank hey. you for
5: taking my call.
7: You bet. We're not we're not going to put John Denver on the poll either.
5: No, no. But I, 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 Zapp has always been one of my heroes, and and what I want to mention that a lot of listeners need to know when he appeared before. uh if they testifying in Congress or whatever. He made Tipper Gore look like a retard. Yes, he did. Yes he and, did. And uh I, I I actually wish that like transcripts or recordings were av- available of this because Yes. Music listen. Was brilliant, they music. showed
7: a clip on that show. If they have it, if the TV producers have it, that means it's there somewhere out there available. Yes, absolutely. You know, but right.
5: they probably don't want normal, regular. Well, who's they? In, there are ways. No,
7: listen. There's something that I learned in radio, and that there are ways. We have they's. You just got to go on the net, get on the phone, and track it down. That's how people book guests. You wonder how did they get that guest on there? Some producer with a phone and a computer tracked it down. So you can absolutely. do it. Absolutely. All right.
5: And, and Yes, and uh, blah, blah. Yeah, I, As much as I love him for his music and all of that, I also recognize him as a great American. Yes. And uh, that's, yes, that's important. And, you know, the myth about how people say, oh, he did drugs, he was whacked. Most people need to know and, he wasn't.
7: There's another thing, that another part of the Bible that the Christians like to forget, like all of the rest of it, is ye, ye who is without sin cast the first stone. Of course. You stone-casting yeah, fools. Go
5: figure. Right. Uh, I'm looking forward to a good summer, George. You're doing fine. Thanks for taking my call.
7: Love you. QAM, hello. QAM? QAM.
5: I uh, got a suggestion for
11: the uh, poll. All
7: right. Go for it. You're on. You're on the air right now, sir. We don't play around.
11: Okay. Uh, this is George?
7: Yeah. How are you doing? All right. How are you? Okay. All right.
10: sound different uh, off the air. I am. <laughs> anyway, uh <laughs> I tar- am
7: different on the air.
11: So yeah, different like
7: I'm, I'm upside down right now, too. Oh,
11: okay. How about Dorothy Stratton?
7: righty, then. Dorothy Stratton, good choice.
11: Mm-hmm.
7: All right. Okay, hey, take care. She got she got her head blowed clean off practically. QAm hello. Yep. Hello. Yeah,
2: the uh, thing he was just talking about is available through the National Archives.
6: There you the, go, uh, see?
2: Yeah, you can uh actually it's for a small fee like if you were to sponsor, somebody, C B S can go right in and get it because they have you know, they have like not carte blanche, but they have an account with, so to speak, with the government where they can go in and get that kind of stuff. But you can go in there, not like you can download it, but you can go in there and you can uh, request copies. And I think there's a small fee for it, but you can totally, it's available to anybody.
7: The National Archives. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, sir. All right. See? We have a smart audience. There's there's a way. We learn something new every day. Here's, here's what does bug me, though. It's also out there, but there's a big wall between us and it. You see these shows, whatever it is, it's a news show, regular news, tabloid news, news show, the real TV we were talking about earlier, right? Jerry, stuff like that where just all the time somebody's breast will go flying out. I forget the Super Bowl thing, but just incidentally uh, a streaker through the, you know, disrupts the game. All these incidences of random nudity going on all over the time. You're watching this news show, let's say, just for one example, They've got it checkerboarded, all right? You're not seeing it. The goober in the production booth, he saw it. The spotty-faced, you know, if you ever watch The Simpsons, you know, the kid, he's everywhere. He's the ticket taker. He's the talk show producer. He's the guy with the breaking voice, the spotty face. He's yeah, taking order at the drive-through. Right. Yeah. yeah, him. He sees it. He's got a copy. He's got a collection. How does he rate? I know because that's the job he has, but no, see, there's a problem. And, like, the police see everything. And the censors of the world see everything. And then they decide what we are mature enough to handle, whether it's violence or nudity or whatever. That bugs me. Why can't we see that? Where's that National Archive? Yeah.
8: It'll
7: always be that way, man. No. I I fail to accept that. (laughs) European maxim. English maxim, they're seeing over there what we're not seeing over here. So how can we get to that? The what's on the other side of the mosaic of the checkerboard of that stupid thing that they put over the breast or over the this or over the whatever it is that they don't feel you're mature enough to handle, which is an insult. Every time I see that freaking little checkerboard, it's an insult. It's an insult to everything. It's an insult to your intelligence. It's an insult to your maturity level. They're saying you can't handle this. You don't deserve to see this. That's like that's like any other kind of insult that anyone can level at you. You don't deserve your car. You don't deserve your driver's license. You're not mature enough to handle picking out your own clothes. That's exactly what they're telling you, and it's and it's offensive to me. It's it's you know it's the principle of the thing. I'm an adult. I got I pay all my bills. Not a, you know, I don't owe anybody money like, you know, it was the credit card, this one, mortgage company, that one, etc. But, you know, I'm not missing any payments. Nobody's knocking down my door because I'm missing any payments. That goes for the IRS, any of the credit. Nobody. I don't owe anybody any money. I'm a responsible guy. My kids aren't in trouble. Why don't I deserve to see what spotty-faced booth kid gets to see? It's wrong. 2 a.m. hello. George. Hey. Hey,
11: you were talking about Chuck D earlier. Yes. Um, I listened to him on Air America and he's very, very to articulate. To yeah, I'm one <laughs> of the few people actually listen to it on uh satellites. Um he's very articulate, uh, has a lot of very good points. And uh you wanna to talk to, you said you wanted someone, you know, with a, with the a little uh, bit
7: more of a a perspective on him, yeah.
11: Right. And also you want a little you wanted to hear someone talk you know,
12: give a faggery uh, suggestion. How about let's dig up uh River Phoenix.
7: All right. All right, later. All right, thank you very much. See, we, we need, it's an all-inclusive show. I mean, just, you know, it's way more balanced when Neil's here because then we got both ends represented, you know. I make that joke like, hey, I'm the straight guy in the Neil Rogers show. Get it? See, he's the funny one. I get that. Uh, we need representation from the other side, whether it's a female, gay guy, whatever. Just call up. do uh, <laughs> point at Josh when I say gay guy. His mom's listening. For Christ's sakes! Oh my God! George, yeah. How you doing? All right. How are you?
5: Hey, I got a question for you. Um, have you seen a new Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Uh, a lot better than a 9-11 crap movie. And a lot more exciting than that boring crap. Okay. Um. What? Ah.
7: <laughs> you don't got to say nothing, do you? No. Some things just speak for themselves. Some people just speak for themselves. QAM, hello. Why am I taking calls? I'm late for the break. Go ahead, sir. I'll make time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Did you see
9: the paper today with that guys on wild videos? What do you think of that?
7: No, I, I don't see the papers. I don't touch the papers. But, no, I haven't seen that. Uh, what, what what I think about that? They're making I don't a, know. They're making a video. Uh,
11: it's already done. All right. I think a good poll for you to put mm-hmm. something together with that.
7: Okay. okay. Or, or Or not. As the case may be, 1228 on 560 QAM. Eat his liver with some father beans
3: and a nice candy.
6: Mr. Lecter,
3: save me a piece. I'm disappointed
1: you passed on Clarice. Still eating people right after you
6: kill them,
3: not even leaving behind a tiny crowd selector. Finger licking, he
1: claims that people taste just like chicken. If you see Hannibal
3: on the streets, better. best. Though it looks good, you can't move your jaw. The first animal to use a silly strong Flector, I wish I saw. You pay a visit up to Chappaqua. Eat the Clemson's on your next spring. Just
7: remember your Pepsod 18. 28-1-560-QAM. Maybe we'll do that poll next. Who do you want to eat? No, that's a lot of things that people don't understand because I watch all these uh, documentary discovery channel shows. And if it's a cannibal show, I'm there. I don't miss a cannibal show. Did you see the HBO one? On cannibalism? Yeah. They got a a new one? Oh, the modern cannibalism. Like, American cannibalism. Like, psychos. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Woo! Creepy! (laughs) Very. What people don't understand about the cannibal cultures, like the uh, the Borneo headhunters and, like, missionaries kept misunderstanding things like they would go to a village and they would be well-received and the villagers are acting happy to see them and everything. Hey, they're really happy to see us. And they would wind up getting eaten. They don't understand that it's it's not... It's actually a compliment. (laughs) Yeah, you know, cultural misunderstandings happen all the time. But... A lot of that stuff in, in those parts of the world, they felt like eating you would make you a part of them, or if you had powers, like if you were a white man, and they thought you were magical because of your magical uh, Zippo lighter, your magical chariot that you just rode in on, they believed that if they ate you, they would have your magic powers. That's their thought. You are what you eat. They they believed that. So it wasn't like, hey, no offense, but I'm going to eat you. <laughs> so I'm thinking when we do the cannibal poll, along those lines, like, you know, like Brittany. I'm thinking, yeah, I could take a bite out of that thigh, you know. If I was going to cannibalize somebody, we'll think of it this way. If you had to resort to cannibalism, like you're part of the Donner Party and you're in the frozen pass and you've got to start eating on somebody, who would you rather eat? Somebody like Dennis Rodman or Brittany?
6: <laughs>
7: well, well see? Easy. See? So who do you want to eat? Me and Brittany.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you got somebody like Ron Jeremy with all that meat uh. and all that fat, you know, it's still... Hell, I'd rather eat that skinny chick that Miguel put the poster up of the uh, Olsen twins. That's like a chicken wing. The whole body is like one wing. One rib. I show him hungry. QAM, hello. Clunk. Look for the QAM van right now. Is it still there now? Or scrap? Sorry. Don't look for the QAM I'll read this instead. Kimbo is in for the Jimbo today. That's the only time I'm going to say that. Okay. All right. Don't, don't worry. Then Hank hey, from Vegas at four o'clock. Marlins on deck at six thirty. Seven o five. It's the Pirates and the Marlins. Eddie K. After the game. Five six seven o five sixty is the date and Broward number. Pound five sixty is free if you have AT and T Wireless. Eight seven 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 eight five six three four five is toll free everywhere else. Marilyn is in the lead of the uh, necrophiliac poll. Which dead person do you still want to nail? Marilyn Monroe fifty eight. Natalie Wood fifty five. Aaliyah, 28, Lacey Peterson, 15, in fourth place. Who would have thunk it? Miguel. All pregnant, short, cute face. They like that face. Got maternity fashions going on right now On that really obnoxious Jillian Barber. One of Jillian Barbary's 80 shows that she's hosting or cross-hosting or guest hosting. I forgot where it was. I don't know why he got off 10 myself. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, well. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, what a skunk stripe on her, huh? Oh, yeah, that's what I was looking at. I'm looking at her hair. Look how rich and full of body it is. QAM, hello.
12: Hey, how about Princess Diana? She's Princess
7: on there, Diana. didn't oh, she?
12: Didn't, Princess didn't Diana, we air. stuck
7: her on there. Oh, yeah, she's where, on there. Where'd she go? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, yeah, I'm looking I saw her on there earlier. Oh,
12: really?
7: Where is she? Oh, wow. she, she's got five votes.
12: Oh, she does, okay. All right?
7: All right, good she deal. Gets, I, I guarantee you that she's probably more active in the sack now than she was then. I'm sorry, I have nothing but utter contempt for royalty. There's a way, if you're a royal, that you can take yourself off of my S list. Give up your title. Take your title, and just walk away. away. Alright? You're no longer a royal, and that's it. Royal, we fought wars against royals. We fought wars, well, not me. Other people, how's that? In this country fought wars and died so that they wouldn't have to kiss royal ass and hear all these people kissing royal ass. I hate the notion that anyone would think that by virtue of their birth, they're worth anything because they inherited some title or some money that they're worth a crap. <laughs> QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Jane Mansfield. Okay, good choice. Big rack. QAM, hello. Hi, George. Hi, how are you?
2: I was wondering, uh, you were trying to challenge me in the workplace QAM, hello. Hi, I was wondering
11: if I could talk to George.
7: Yeah, you are. You're on the air right now.
11: I'd like to put my vote in for uh, Lacey Peterson.
7: She's on there. She's got 15 votes. She's in fourth place.
11: Well, add me to that list.
7: All right. Thanks. There's a long line forming behind Lacey. Uh, I think her grave is clearly marked. QAM, hello. Yes, I'd
2: like to put my vote in for... Yeah. uh, Amber Lynn.
7: Is she dead? I think so. We'll check it out. All right. All right. Some porn star. All these porn stars, they're either ODing or committing suicide, which, yeah, I know. Exactly, Miguel. The, the wave off. Whatever. That's what that means, you know? Because that's a two-syllable movement. Did you know that? You, you you rock the hand back. That's the what and then the ever. Whatever. <laughs> Didn't you know that? <laughs> QAM, hello. Hey, speak to George. You are. You're on the air right now. Hey,
13: George. Nice to hear you on the radio. My pleasure hey uh I'm the other uh the other uh, ten or fifteen thousand coral fan that called last week
3: Oh bless your heart hey,
13: I was just wondering and stuff because you know you're out there on the web uh you know a lot more than I am uh, is there any uh pictures of corals out there?
7: No, nah. I mean well, I don't know how's that I haven't done an extensive search on pictures of coral, but usually when they're in a show like that well i I do know this when they when playboy went through like, the entire genre of reality television and and just shook that tree hard, she didn't fall out of it. She wasn't one of the peaches that fell out of the tree. In other words, she didn't pose. There's nothing, no formal posing on her part yet. But as far as, like, candid shots and everything, I don't know, but I don't think so.
13: Well, if I I come across anything and stuff, I'll make sure to pass it on to you, George, okay? Press your
7: heart. All right. You got it. Thank you very much. And I, I might give my Google mail out on the air, but I don't know because I got a gig. And Miguel's giving me this look like, because I don't check the station mail. It's just spam. God. Spam, spam, bacon, Although, spam. there is a certain entertainment factor in reading the pitch lines on that stuff, because I'm in disbelief. I mean, what for like comedy purposes. Right, for comedy purposes. Like, really? Somebody's going to respond to that? My compliments to the evil, wicked imagination that came up with that line, but Really? You know what I'm talking about. I can't even. Oh, I can't even say any part of what they're saying. But like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. QAM, hello. Hello. You're on the air.
12: I'm sorry, I have the wrong number.
7: All right, that's what I thought. QAM, hello. Hi, George. Hey.
12: Hey, I'd like to talk about the World Series, the Marlins. Uh, do you think their quest for a World Championship is going to be here or there? Oh, there. What do you think about
7: Wampierre? About what? what? About
12: Wampierre.
7: Oh yeah, he's great. Are you going
12: to vote for
7: him? I'm going to vote for him. Right.
12: How about the Reverend? He's got a good
7: beat. and He can dance to it. No one ever hears your voice on this air again. That's what I think about that. No one ever. How's that? QAM. hello. (coughs) QAM. Hello.
2: Hey, I want to talk to George, please. And so you are. Hey, George. How are you? Doing all right. How How are are you? you? Well, the f- weirdest thing happened yesterday. I was having, um, you
11: know, relations with my girlfriend, okay. and all of a sudden she just, like, started fingering herself. And I <laughs> all
7: had right, well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> That's one of those off-air moments. Please call and tell us that story during a break. We, we do want closure <laughs> on that story. <laughs> we just can't share it with the audience. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. Miguel brought up a very good point for once. Just, I got to, I got to throw it back to you. He just, just busts my balls all day long. Man. Like all of a sudden, like that was a job that was in the building that nobody had picked up. Like, like, a, like this chip sitting there, the George's ball busting job. Like nobody's doing that job. Oh, I'll take that. But Miguel brought up a good point because I was talking about the spotty face kid that gets to see all the things that we see checkerboarded out, and it pisses me off. Right. We hear a lot of things that the audience doesn't get to hear, and it's unfortunate because you know what? It's good, really good, really funny, funnier than anything you'll hear on the air. And it's sad that we can't share that, that we have to be the way we are or or lose our jobs and our children will starve. It's very aggravating. Trust me when I tell you, the stuff that happens off the air is a hundred times funnier than the funniest thing that you'll ever hear happen on the air. The, the, the off-the-air show. And it's always been that way. Not just in talk, but the DJ thing, too. You hear talk people. You'll hear, like, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, what are the, the goobers that are on right now that replace the other two? Schmendricks? Le- Lex and Terry. Lex and Terry. Lex and Terry. Okay, just to use them for an example. You come back from a break and they're laughing. Something incredibly funny happened that you'll never know. You won't hear it. You're not allowed to hear it. They can't talk about it, you can only wonder. but they're laughing. You can only wonder and speculate and drive yourself nuts, which I do. It's part of the disease of wanting to be on the inside of like radio or television or something like that. No respect, no money, but at least you're privy, which is, which is something. It's something golden. One of these days, maybe in a thousand years, like we were talking about earlier, maybe in a thousand years there will be a mature society, but it'll be too late for us, where you can just see the stuff, hear the stuff. Right? Even if it's just like on a on a channel. I don't know if it'll ever have in person. Yeah. I don't know. How about how about pay per view? Like I would pay for real news. Real news. Nothing held back, nothing censored. You know they have it in other countries. You look at their magazine, you look at the tapes that people will bring from their television if it's a head that just went flying off, if it's a boob that went flying out, whatever it is, there it is. One of the great things about foreign language classes, is we'd all run to the corner and look at the new Paris Match Magazine. You know why? Because everything was in there. Everything that happened was in there. If it was a boob, if it was blood, if it was what, whatever, whatever. It was in there. No insulting the intelligence of the public there in France. Got to go to France to be treated like a human. 16 till 1 on 560
3: QAM. F-bomb came out of Cheney's mouth. The F-bomb came out of Cheney's mouth. It is wrong, but he's not backing down. No regrets are coming from his mouth. That the Senate fears must have been hurting. Must have been hurting. ask the Cheney. About halifur Halliburton. cause if you do, he let, let a curse word B-B-10 slip, let a curse word slip, he should know when the ratings are low, keep it zip, Just keep it zip. you know the paddles must be near to start his heart, start the CPR, except the mouth-to-mouth part. Cheney's mouth is really getting foul. They love profanity at in the White House. Senator Leahy, don't you pick on RVP? He showed us his sweet John when Dick Cheney dropped the F-bomb.
7: Okay, then. 11 till 1, 560 QAM. I want to thank Paul at Treasure Island. I just found out this morning, you know, I don't want to say, but I will anyway, because it's true. I was sitting in the morning reading the uh, Star Magazine. Yeah. But over there. See where I'm pointing, Josh? Yeah. Pointin'. Bathroom. The tea room. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, right? And it's, we need a lamp. We need a reading light in there. I'm going to bring one of those clamp-on lamps. You know, like the shop lamps that you put on the, the hood? top there. Right. I just need a place to plug it in. Dad, Don't say it. Know what you're thinking. Okay. Filthy dog. So I'm sitting there, and uh, Jeff High takes up a, a position in the stall next to me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, you better. But there's no hurrying. I don't. I don't know how people hurry that. Like, I've tried before. Just messes it up. It, yeah, no pun intended. Not only that, but, you know, then it you got to go yeah. It's not comfortable. Totally defeats the entire purpose that I'm there. But I just try to make the best of it. And so we were talking about the fact that uh, we're going to be going back to Treasure Island. You'll like those, those gigs. After uh, after our hiatus, it's uh, coming back around. Cool. So I want to thank Paul at Treasure Island. Apparently, this is uh, just a little bit of a warm up, uh, welcome back kind of a package that he dropped off. When Frank is that the guy's name? Miguel's new assistant? Yeah, I haven't even uh, met Frank, but I hear he's a good no, guy. That was so. The first time, good guy. Apparently, Paul from Treasure Island brought some stuff. I brought Diet Pepsi. Cool. Which is the right thing. Beer. That ain't.
3: Tynican.
7: And which is the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> and porno. Yeah,
6: (laughs) that's a good gift right there.
7: What's missing? I mean, he's got some golf tees in the bag too. I don't know what that's all about, but you know, I think those were already in the bag there. So we'll we'll divvy it up. Like I get the Diet Pepsi. Okay. That's it. I'm done. Leave the rest. You know, we'll. I know what I'm getting. Remember. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't the beer. QAM hello. QAM hello. Yeah, George. Yeah.
12: Hey, I just heard you on the poll, and Sika is on there. Did she die?
7: I, I think she died, yeah.
12: Oh, man, that's tragic. She's one of my favorite old-timers. Well, I'll
7: vote for that's her. indeed. Real boobies Thank on you. her, if I recall. Right, i can never like that. 30 years ago. She's she, doing well, by the way. She has 11 votes, tied with JFK Jr. Marilyn, 66. Natalie Wood, 58. Aaliyah, 33. Lacey Peterson, 18. These people are brutal. Thank you, Paulette, for this fax. It's a, a long time responding to it, but I was talking earlier about why the right-wingers are opposed to birth control, and you'd think that they would be, at least birth control for the uh, lower echelons of society, the inner city crowd. And she says that the logic is this. The more people in the world, the more consumers to buy products for the big corporations. Therefore, uh, you know, capitalism feeds on population growth. And yes, Paulette, thank you. That's a very valid point. I understand that. The people that we're talking about are not consumers as such, they consume our tax dollars. At least that's what the Republicans keep saying. You know, these inner-city welfare people are a draw on our society, which is which is true. The question is, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with them? And you've got two angles. Nobody's talking about the right angle. That's a pun. The, the Republicans don't want to do anything hoping that they'll starve and just die. The Democrats want to give them all kinds of social programs, which on the surface sounds good, but it just it doesn't seem to work. Now, you can't just give them money, because if you feed a monster, it's just going to grow. Right. You've got, you know, you got a crack hoe having kids, give her a check. That's going to make her stop having kids and stop being a crack hoe? I don't think so. My solution is the only proper solution. You give the crack hoe free birth control, or better yet, and it's been tried and everybody all freaked out about it, you actually create an incentive program to encourage her to use birth control. Not just her, but him too. The crack hoe's friend, client, husband, whatever. Whatever they're calling each other these days. I've been out of touch. You're not brushed up on your crack hoe? Well, it's been a full week since I've been slumming into the crack hoe neighborhoods. Well, let's go, man. (laughs) So I don't know what language they're speaking today. That was last week. I knew what they were saying to each other. That's the only solution. Family planning. If you create an incentive like the whole welfare system, the way it existed, where you get more money the more children you have, what kind of madness is that? You're actually paying the hoe to breed. That's wrong. That's totally wrong. Yeah. You pay her not to. If we can pay farmers to not grow crops, to keep the prices where they're supposed to be, because you know we do that. The government subsidizes yeah. farmers and pays them. Don't grow that crop. Because if you, get, if you grow too much corn, that'll drive the price down, and then nobody will make any money. So don't grow the corn. And we pay you to not grow. All right? How about pay the hoe not to grow? Fair Another enough. hoe. For show. Yeah. What do you think? And then somebody earlier said, Brittany meaning Britney Spears, is Ellie Mae Clampett. What? Ellie Mae Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. I just wanted to acknowledge the facts. Eh, not as funny as he wanted it to be. Q-A-M, hello. Or as funny hey, as you I wanted to be. that
2: guy got me. you straight tripping, man. You better go to a 15-second delay.
7: Q-A-M, hello. I found it. Q-A-M, hello.
2: Hey, George. Yeah. Um,
10: I got a question for you pertaining to, not the poll that's going on now, but actually the poll from Monday. Even though I didn't, didn't get the poll on Monday. But let me ask you this, George. It seems that... Let me ask you this. I'm sorry. I'm put it in
7: ask me. I'm begging I you ask, to ask me.
10: Ask. <laughs> George, is there any comic book or any superhero <laughs> character of color that you do like?
7: What are you talking about? Do like you're implying like I don't.
10: No, 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 no. Don't, don't take me wrong. I'm not saying that you're... Because you and I have spoken before.
7: Huge and, fan about, of Power Man when yeah, I was a kid. I was Luke a huge Cage, fan of Power Man. Luke
10: Cage. Was, right, right, right. I can deal with that. But I'm talking any, any character right now like... You know, I hear you speak on like Wesley Snipes, who does blade. the blade. I hear blade. you speak up.
7: Right, I, I'm. I'm, I'm thumbs say, up in Wesley, by the way. But, but, but you right. don't.
10: You say, oh, at least he smiles. You know, yeah. you don't. You do like Dwayne. I,
7: I don't want you to get the wrong impression. All
10: right, but but George, what I hear, what I hear you saying is that is Dwayne Black? Dwayne, I thought half, he's, Polynesian. He's half black, like, half Polynesian. Okay, his father's
7: Polynesian. His father's not a black, black thing. His
10: father's no. black. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, but anyone, I I I, I could give you a long list
7: of black actors, action or otherwise, that I think are, are just freaking uh, great. And
10: but I don't, uh, George, don't take... Well, ex- the, the kingpin here,
7: uh, uh, Ving Rames? V- Of course, Ving Rames. Yeah, I love Ving. Ving is a guy. Ving <laughs> you know, Not, not only is a good actor, get... he's, he's good funny, he's right. good serious, right. he's good scary. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would have a, a stand-up, uh, like a statue of kingpin in the studio if <laughs> I... If you I like the kingpin? Kingpin I like the character. He was the only thing in that movie that didn't suck.
10: You've got to be kidding. No, At the end, he's crying short. like a baby on the floor. Kingpin wouldn't be crying.
7: Oh, well, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about Ving, the character actor. That's no, not okay. All right. Yeah. Ving I don't give a... I like Ving, Ving Rains. is the other guy. Ving, Michael something. Michael Clark Duncan. Michael, that's what I'm thinking of. Clark Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. That's what I'm thinking of. Right.
10: Yeah. And I... And, and, but... People like him. People like Samuel Jackson, who does you I know like Samuel, some right. action. Some action. He
7: doesn't always do good a, a good job in acting.
10: In fact, uh, action, action like action. like the Negotiator. Like um,
7: he's normally very good. I thought he uh, he really sucked in the Star Wars movies that he did. Oh God! Yeah, but he those really oh, blew. it's they, like it, I, it's like he knew that they were going to blow, so he wasn't going to try.
10: All three of those, or two yeah. of those, so far have been bad. In my
6: opinion,
7: but
10: I'm just saying, George, is this that? When you, when you make comments like, I mean, I don't particularly care for Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence does nothing he, he for He bugs you. me.
0: He bugs it's me. Not oh, no. And Will Smith bugs me. Okay, hold on.
10: Will Smith. That, that, that was the next person. Will Smith bugs you, but the, reason, the only reason I've heard you say he bugs you is two things. One, because he speaks well, but he doesn't no. come across that way. And because of six degrees of separation, the choice... You know, he made a choice to play that Will part. Smith
7: bugs me when he's shucking and jiving, not when he's speaking well. But what is shucking and jiving? You know. N- George, George. Am I not allowed to have an opinion about that I because I'm you not black? No, no, George. George, Hold Independence on. Day. The character he played in Independence Day. But not all of the them. character he played in Men in Black. Not that all of it That character bugs me. Okay, George. I make this look good. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, uh. George, don't get me wrong. I, I agree. That turns you my hear- stomach, especially because it ain't him. George, hold on. Which what would the real Will Smith please come through? But there forward? are characters. There are
10: characters I know there are characters. He
7: bugs me. He bugs me. The way he comes across. <laughs> you know what? He bugs me like Robert Downey Jr. bugs me. Just just the ambiance, the okay. expressions I'll- on their face. They. Bug me. Okay, hold on, hold on.
10: How about right now? You're saying without seeing anything so far of iRobot, you're already saying you're conflicted because. Hey, let me tell you. Oh, let yes.
7: me let me let me let me stop you right there because yeah. I keep watching the previews. Keep watching the previews about iRobot. And, and cool. I'm watching Will, and I'm watching Will, and I'm pursing my lips, and I'm going, you know, <laughs> even though I can't stand him so far, oh, and all on. the previews that I'm seeing, he's not. This performance in iRobot isn't pissing me off in any of the previews that I'm seeing yet. Right. He's not waddling. So, he's not waddling. He's head, not chucking and jiving, right. And I'm sorry. if that. Offends you somehow? No, no, no. It, it I, just, me as I well. don't like. I don't like the whole act. I mean, it's all fine in comedy anymore. <laughs> that whole that whole cool black guy, the fake cool black guy with the black scent. But we're not all yeah, like that's that. all fine for comedy and shtick and uh, you know minstrel show stuff. The Wayans,
10: the Wayans, the Wayans shows. They do that.
7: They, well. they do that for comedy, right? Exactly. Know, like Don't drink your juice in the hood while being a menace? <laughs> cool <crazy laughs> <place of> movie. <laughs> Funny. God, was. that's it, where that belongs. As, as
10: characters, I agree. But George, have you seen Barbershop? Either
7: of them. I, I, saw, I saw most of one, okay. and then I and couldn't finish it, so i got to see it. See, i got to go back.
10: See, Ice Cube smiles all the time. In, in barbershop?
7: All right, I'm going to see it just to see him smile.
10: <laughs> just for George, you, okay? You know I'm going to watch barbershop. Yeah, you know, George. I, I listen a lot. I don't usually all call, right. and I do apologize for calling in.
7: I usually... What, are you apologizing for calling in? I want you to call. Look, we had a conversation. kill some time. You're golden. <laughs> My friend, you have a great day. You too. Bye. All right. alaikum 1 till 1 on 560 QAM.
1: Subtle, but now they've gone too far Instead of leave on little Will Smith is now the star. They decided
3: to call it the Wild Wild West So they'll they would not have to pay
1: They assume we're all the cattle And won't remember any way Robert Conrad was the real Jim West, but now it's a rapid movie. Hollywood wants to be politically correct when churning out these crappy movies. They can't get Victor Porno or Michael Dunn for Ross Martin, in Kevin Klein and Sting. They can't get Charles Agent or and it's as they're all dead. It's because they're all dead. They call Dr. Love his artist, but his name was they East. Oh, thanks for thinking so much of us in assuming we're too dumb to know. In
3: 1868, all the slaves were free, and we paid secret agents, don't you know? Next time, if you will be made, at least watch a few of the show.
7: 103-560-QAM so speaking of bigotry and racism and all that, I forgot, you know, the mom story I told yesterday about the mom coming over to the house while yeah. I was smelling cheese. Uh, so I wasn't there because I would have protected the family. That's my job. Mom comes over. I have no compunction about shutting her down and throwing her out or saying anything necessary to accomplish that. I have said things like, if I hear one more sound out of you, if you should accidentally break wind, I'm hauling you back home. Right now, you know, I'll, I, driving to the house with her, I have said, "Here's what you're like, like the Thanksgiving the, with great trepidation. We were going to invite her for Thanksgiving, just just to be kind. I know it's a weird thing. A lot of people won't understand this. Just being nice to people that don't deserve it. I do that all the time, nice to people that don't deserve it because it's fun to be nice. Some people actually feel good when they're nice, no matter what. It doesn't matter who's on the other end of the niceness. I just feel good being nice. So." Here I am bringing the evil bitch to the house, and I'm telling her, here's what you're allowed to say. I'm going to give you your vocabulary for the evening. You're allowed to ask for more of whatever it is that, is that you see on the table. You're allowed to ask for refills on your drink. You're allowed to compliment the food, but not complain about anything that you don't like. You just don't have to eat it. You're allowed to say thank you, and we will fix you a go plate with dessert and turkey and all that before I bring you home. This is what you're allowed to say. We don't want to hear you. We don't want to hear anything other than that. And if you hear, if I hear a word, because she doesn't do compliments. She only does backhanded compliments. Like, oh, you're not as nearly as ugly as the last time I saw you. You know, that's, that's a compliment from my mom. Nobody wants to hear your opinion. Nobody wants to hear what hurts or what you think hurts or what you think is wrong with you this time. Nobody wants to hear anything out of you. You eat, you can make yummy sounds if you want, mm, you know, like that. That's all. That's all. So, anyway, Mom was over at the house. I already told that part of the story yesterday, but I forgot an important element. The, the daughter is going to Japan. I was just reminded by this Kobayashi story that I had sitting here talking about the hot dog eating and everything. She's going to the town that Kobayashi is from. Oh, really? Nagano. Nagano. Kobayashi is from Nagano. That's where my daughter is going to be spending a year. I told her, bring me back a uh, signed Kobayashi t-shirt. I'm going to sport it proud. We love the Japanese in our house. We're big Japophiles, files and the, the daughter is obviously three years of it. Going to Japan, we're all very stoked. We're going to be receiving a Japanese exchange student for four months, maybe more. Maybe, uh, you know, you don't know. Her name is Mickey. Mickey. Very excited about that. We are big Japophiles in the house. So what's my mother doing in between talking about my wife in Spanish with this other marauding aguan that she brought over? She's uh, ripping the Japs, making fun. And she's saying to my daughter, oh, you're starting to look Japanese now that you've been taking all this Japanese. And my daughter's like, what? What are you talking about, you crazy old bag? And my mother's go, no no you look know. Japanese. And she starts doing the thing with her eyes, like making the slant eye thing with her eyes and chasing my daughter around the house, making slant eye business with the eyes. My sister... Adopted a, whoa, we're going to have a power outage? Well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. My sister adopts a Korean child. She did this. The child, after everything was done, because it's a long, arduous process, by the time they got the child, the child was old enough to know that he was going from one place to another. Identity crisis situation was happening. People who have adopted will tell you that it is a task to get the child to feel accepted to actually convince that child that, they, that this is mommy and daddy now. You're a part of our family. Yeah, we look a little different, but it, that doesn't matter. You have to reinforce that continuously. doesn't matter that your eyes look the way they do and ours look the way that ours do. You're our boy. You're our boy. They just You've got to drill that. And everything that goes on in the house has to reaffirm, you're our boy. Mom does an invasion, one of these Montana invasions that she's so famous for. Continuously. While she's in the house, anytime the Asian issue comes up, an Asian person would come onto the TV and she would say to this little kid, oh, Hey, there's your people. This is my mom. Hey, there's your... And my sister would like, You evil bitch. If you say something like that again, I'm going to have you murdered. Just as soon as, just as, soon as the opportunity avails itself, as soon as somebody, a Chinese character, uh, anything comes on the TV, Hey, look, there's your people. That's what you are evil, evil effing bitch. And people are hey, you should she can talk about your mother that way. She is what she is. I'm not going to lie and represent her as a nice person when she's not. She's not. You know, I still haven't called her back. No. She wants me to call her to make arrangements of some sort. It's like, ah, she can rot. QAM, hello.
3: Hello, George. Yeah.
7: See? Let me tell you something, you, you obsessed people, some of you obsessed people out there, whose voices will not be heard on the air no matter what kind of fake character you adopt. You're, you're, you're retarded. You're not funny. Go off, run off into the sunset together, you two fags. You, you're obsessed. There are other shows on the air right now. Call them up. Go obsess over somebody else. I, I know. I know we're the one you want. Me, Neil, whoever it is that's on this station. I know. Pull your pants up. Go out for a walk or something. Go to the beach. There are women on the beach right now. And you're calling freaking talk shows. QAM, hello.
5: George, you're so sick. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. I want to slap your mother.
7: You want to what? Oh, my
10: God, man. Can people really be that evil, man? I want to hit her.
7: She, listen, Ming the Merciless was impressed by my mother.
10: I'm sorry, man. I'm just—I had to stop my truck out of anger.
7: This is this is daily life in the vicinity of my mother. People don't understand to know her. The only way that you can understand, like, thank God for my family because we don't have to explain my mother to each other. When we, when we tell stories or when we, when we relate a tale or something like that, everybody just sits around and nods up and down in understanding, like, mm-hmm, sure, yep,
10: that's did, her. Did she listen to your show? She
7: no, she has it? people that do, and they, and they report, and she whines about it. And I say, look, I could have had a happy childhood, but I didn't. So I have this now. I have material. This is what you've given me, old bag. You've given me material. So at well, least, not, at least it course, isn't a total a shutout. You know, at least I got something out of her.
10: I need a new dartboard. So, post her picture on your so I'm gonna bring her to, her to the next out.
7: appearance. Huh? I'm gonna bring her to the next appearance dressed in the same outfit that Star Jones is wearing in that Globe magazine—that hot fluorescent yeah. green, lime green, <laughs> fluorescent lime green—so you can spot her a mile away. Dude, as a matter good of fact, you listen—if you're gonna bring some dart, bring some jarts. Well, you some nice August long, long darts. No plastic tips, brother. No, no, sharpen them on up.
5: You got it, bro. Take Peace
7: it easy. QAM, hello.
5: I know you're up our wide.
7: QAM, hello. Hello, George. Caller.
13: I can relate to you. I am in the same situation that you are, but in, the, in another town. Yeah. Um, the, you but, have
7: an evil mom too.
13: Oh my God! You can you can imagine just say a an object and I got hit with that. This.
7: <laughs> think I about it. Mom was never physically abusive; only uh, mentally and emotionally abusive. You know, because they. So talk, at least there's that.
13: The that you know, they, they had all the problems they took on their children, you know? Right. And we were the reason why they had the problems.
7: My mother, one of my mother's many problems, she's, she, well, any negative human characteristic that ever existed is, is present in my mother, but one of her problems is she's jealous of every other living creature on the planet.
13: Yeah.
7: You know, she's kind of like, like the church. They don't want you to have anything in your life except them.
13: And, and I but don't know, good, but,
7: but nothing good ever comes from them, so.
13: I mean, we have so, so much things in common, even the way that we sing and all that, mm-hmm. but now we have this, you know, this, it's unbelievable, you know? And even the religion part, mm-hmm. we were obligated to go to oh, church.
7: Dear. My mom made us go to church, even though she wouldn't go to church because she was mad at the Catholics for not letting her take communion on account of the divorce. Oh, my God. But we had to go. I'm like, you, you hypocritical old bag, you don't want to sit there on the hard wooden queue listening to the faggot preach at you, but you're going to make us do it.
13: And then they wanted us to, to like, get, uh, uh, you know, the bread in the mouth and, sure. and help the the, yeah. the, the the everybody, you know, right. searching both completely. and You know, it's unbelievable. So I can relate to you, and right. I can understand what uh, I know I'm not talking. the
7: only one, and let me do a disclaimer because I know I had it rough, but as rough as I had it, I'm lucky compared to the way other people had it. Other people had, you know, like the abusive mom, the people that got beat. You, you hear stuff on the news about moms starving children. I mean, my mom didn't provide any food for me, but at least she didn't stop any from coming near me. You know what I mean? She didn't yep. stop it. You know, like if somebody tried to give me some food, she didn't stop them.
13: Little story, so, so Before you go, I understand that you have to go, but one time, this is like painful. I was sitting down on the couch, and she was telling me, go to your room and clean it. Go to your room and clean it. Go to your room and clean it. Right.
7: How come she had to tell you more than once?
13: She grabbed a chair, one of those baby chairs, Mm -hmm. and she came in the back with it, and she broke it in my back.
7: Well, don't do it again.
13: I was 11 years old.
7: Right. You won't do that again, will you? Nope. All right, man. Power to the All right. Take care. See you later. Say hi to your mom. 113 on 560 QAM. It was a human panty raid when I was in college.
3: It's been a while since Joe Chase Been back in the news It's been a while since Ben Affleck up. It's been a while since Rodney King Got his ass beat up again And it's been a while since Barry bombs her soul But all these guys we still remember. They'll mess up once again, it seems. From murder ring to a banter banter, they are the CNN dream
6: team.
7: All right, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to stop the show to see what okay, it is no, that right. this chick's going to do with how, eight sticks of butter on blind date.
3: How you you said you, you would be more honest? With mm-hmm. him. Like even in the beginning, like because you've been lying at a restaurant. for all day. She right? orders right. eight so sticks of nice butter. It's, it's
7: oh my god! Oh my way god! The that you
3: have a being to because you don't want to have a connection with me, which is fine. But
7: the guy. I mean, is I was just wondering wow. if
3: if there's anything else about you.
7: Yeah, he's yeah. insane.
3: Do you think that you can try to
6: show that to me a little bit? I I see. (laughs) Uh,
7: So it's a whack job. Yeah. All right. See, I thought she was going to do something when she ordered eight sticks of butter. But he's an absolute whack job. What a shame, because here's a perfectly attractive girl, and here's a guy dressed up in, like, a German lederhosen and whatnot, acting like a fool. This happens all the time on this show. Now, do you think it's staged? Because here's the big question. That's why, oh, this is reality, I guess technically this is a reality show. People hate that label. Even though this is a fun show. But do you think it's staged? You no. think that guy? I, I think this guy, like the guy, yeah, like I do. Like they just so set like him they, up. No, I know there's got to be some they of them have just before. I've seen a couple where guys just, like, dress right. like and this. I talked to and the producer, like that other guy I told you, uh, Dave. And, yeah, they, they stage. They don't stage as in they don't say, all right, we're going to do this, this, and this. You know, you do this and, like, tell everybody what to do. But they'll they'll get ringers. They'll get a guy that's a weirdo or an actor and say, "All right, act weird." You know, freak this other person out. Yeah, like I, I don't even think she knew it. about him, right. right on it. I saw one that w- the guy was definitely an actor. He was this white guy that acted like a black guy. You ever see that one?
8: Yeah, I think fro, so. Yeah, I think yeah. Girl,
7: he kept calling the girl "girl." Yeah, girl. girl. I like living the ghetto, girl. And and he's an actor. He was on Frasier or something like that. QAM, hello, hello. Goodbye. QAM. Hey George. Hey caller. How are you, man? Fine. How are you?
12: All right. Listen, uh, the two uh, porn stars you got on your poll—you said they were dead. Wow. Well, um, who are they? I have
7: questions. I don't know if I know Savannah's dead.
12: That's what—that's the one I was going to question you on. Is that Savannah Simon? I think her name. No, is? No, Savannah.
7: No last name. Savannah, blonde with the bangs and the pierced neck, and killed herself.
12: Uh, is that recent? No. Here. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm going to somebody
7: else in. Like Savannah, I don't, you know, it's the only porn person slash stripper named Savannah. I don't think so.
12: Nah, well, there was one that used to go on the Stern show quite I, I a know, bit.
7: I I'm, know, I'm being sarcastic. Savannah's oh. kind of, like, like, star. Yeah,
12: Okay. Hey, Jones. Uh, listen, uh, Frank Zappa fan, man. You ought to get some more of his stuff on your show, That uh, right.
7: new- Next time I do a music show, I'm going to do some searching. I got and thank you. I, I wish I could remember her name. Some beautiful. I don't well, I don't know what she looks like, but I'm assuming she's beautiful cuz she sent me like all of the Frank Zappa discs, but no um, no sheet, no label. Do you know what I mean? So I have all the discs. And I'm going to have to do some listening to find something that I can actually play that's safe to play like I don't uh, know, check on
12: Check. Yeah, check out uh, that uh, CD. Although, hey, Eat on the last mind.
7: music show that I did, I did play. I played Joe's Garage, the song Joe's Garage from right. Joe's Garage. I played that. I'll yeah. play Frank here and there, but see the the kids that like the punks, like Josh's age, they don't they don't know from Frank and they don't like it much. I
12: know. Well, he was he was the progressive guy back in our uh, age. Uh, I, I know, you know? <laughs> but that
7: was then, and it just the sound doesn't go down these days.
12: Yeah, know. Right. I hear you. All right. All right, Dave. Take
7: care. Got, we got to keep the demos relatively young, uh, and Frank was groundbreaking and way ahead of time. I, I had a problem with his music then and now. Xylophones, xylophones, Frank. Oh, they're funny. No, Doo-doo. no, they're they're gay. <laughs> QAM, hello.
11: Oh my God, what's up, George? How you doing? I'm all right, bro. Hey, uh was I gonna tell you? Hey, your daughter's I've going I've, to I've Japan for a year. Man, I lived in uh, Okinawa. I was gonna tell you if she has a chance to travel while she's
13: in Japan. Tell her to go to Okinawa, man. It's, it's the island on the south.
7: Right? No, they'll uh, they'll tour her around. They do oh, that the man. exchange program. They 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 tend to hit. You know, they, they put them on tour.
13: That's pretty nice, man. Uh, totally.
11: Is, is it a, a student exchange type of Rotary?
7: Absolutely. By the way, the Rotary Club, for the people that don't know, and I'm not going to join them because they have their meetings while the show is going on and I'm not going to skip a show to go to the meetings, they're a great group. They do a lot of really good things like eliminating polio around the world, the student expansion, a million and one things. Yeah, Rotary, Rotary, they're great people. Go to the meetings, join the club.
1: Oh, I will,
7: I, man. I, I, I can't. just didn't
1: know
2: what it was. Just
7: go give them some money. You see that sprocket on the side of the building somewhere? Yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, is look it up. Look up your local rotary. They have one in every city in South Florida. Hallandale, Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, right. Lauderhill, everybody. Every there's a rotary club in every little township in this town. They're,
13: they're not like Masons, are they, bro?
7: No, they don't do uh they don't do any kind of uh, secret ceremonies with goats or anything like <laughs> that. They just listen. they get together and they eat. They put on a buffet. They collect uh-huh. money to do something good. That's what they do.
11: What's the makeup? Is it mostly like older people, like young?
7: Like professional people, so it's 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 older and younger, but you, you got to wear a white collar.
11: Oh, uh, that's not bad, man. Right. All right, man. Well,
7: nice uh, good luck with
11: that, man, and, and thanks All for right. getting somebody from Miami a little cultured. <laughs> yeah,
7: there's one. You
11: know? All right, man. All right. Take care, George.
7: Take Take it easy. Yeah, boy, and the uh, the Japanese exchange students going to be going to the daughter's high school. I don't want to say where it is, but it's just totally gangster. <laughs> good luck uh, to her yeah I know <laughs> she's coming to America she's got no idea no idea what she's in for QAM hello QAM hello oh again again yeah I, I you know I should look I should really look up there and see who's ringing Kim Bocamper is in for Jim Manage because Jim Manage has got one of those jobs where he works if he feels like it you know like yesterday morning the Can alarm clock him? went off and I hit that snooze just one time too many and I was going to just turn the whole thing off and call in sleepy. Just like, I'm just sleepy. You're going to call in a mad dog. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, no. We can't swing that, but the Mad Dog can. Kimbo's going to be in for him. Hank from Vegas at 4 o'clock at 6.30. It's Marlins on deck. Pirates and the Marlins at 7.05. Eddie Kay after the game. Love to take a call, but we don't have any right now, so I'll read the poll result instead. It's a necrophilia poll, 351 votes, which is a good result, even though we started late. I had Josh add, you're all sick. Did you put that on there? I did. I don't see it. Do I have to refresh it? You do. (sighs) We should have put that on from the beginning, of course. It'll climb up. Oh, you people are sick. There it is, 11. Yeah, it'll climb up fast. Marilyn Monroe, 85. Natalie Woods, 67. Aaliyah, 42. Lacey Peterson, 19. Princess Di, 17. 14 each for Sika and Selena. Nice pair. Let's match them up. 13 for JFK Jr. 11 each for you people are sick. Chrissy Taylor, Celia Cruz, Savannah. They all have 11. Savannah ain't on there more than once, does she? No. 10 for Dana Plato. Nicole Brown, Brown. Nicole Brown Simpson has eight. Lana Clarkson, seven. Dorothy Stratton, six. Jane Mansfield, four. Linda Lovelace two. River Phoenix, two. None for Angelique Petty, John or Nell Carter. Absolutely nobody knows who Angelique is. QAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello? Hello. Yes, talk to George. You are. You're on.
10: Oh, yeah. Uh, George. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to talk about a uh, little politics and oh, tell man. you what scares me about the whole gig. All right. I read the editorials every day in the Herald. I'm sorry. And I see these people writing in who have not even seen Michael Moore's film, Fahrenheit 9-11. Of
7: course, ripping it, saying it's a bunch of lies.
10: Ripping sure. it and saying it. And you know what the whole thing that scares me is? Not one of these jokers can, can, can dispute the facts no. in a logical way.
7: I've been trying to explain for a long time, there are faith-based people and fact-based people. They can't be the same kind of person. You can't be a little of one and a little of the other. You cannot get a fact across to a faith-based person. They don't, facts have no value to them. It's like, don't confuse me with the fact. The the fact has nothing to do, facts and reality and the things that their senses uh, observe have nothing to do with their belief system and what they hold as true. They well, only believe well, what is scary. told to them and by someone that they trust, and they trust that person because that person told them that they were a Christian or whatever they are.
10: Well, right? you know, we're in, no chance. They, we're, we're in like, a lot of trouble. We're,
7: well, well, <laughs> we're in a lot of
10: trouble.
2: Duh. I yeah. guess I'm going to have to vote at least 37 times. And i
7: got a whole cemetery I'm, I'm showing up with.
2: Okay. Then, everybody all right. on the poll, Thank hey, you Hey, real, real quick, a
10: caveat to you. All I right. couldn't. Uh, before it was real hard to listen to you, but yeah, lately you. you're you're doing great, man.
7: I Keep changed. I changed drugs. I'm on crack now. One twenty-eight on five sixty QIM.
0: Welcome back to the Willie Williams Show on five sixty W L L Willie, 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 Willie. That's William B. Williams to you.
3: It is William, all right.
0: Now, let's go. Willie Williams.
6: Willie Williams. Willie Williams. Willie Williams. Willie Williams. Willie. 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 Willie, you're Yeah, wait a minute, son. What
0: are you doing? It's making you Willie.
3: Criminal athlete me on. Yeah,
0: there is something to that. Oh, Willie. Oh, Willie. Willie.
3: Willie. Yeah, prisoners with those a
0: big black this shoes. This. They
3: wear black shoes. I don't understand. Yeah,
7: like in those Mike Mazurki movies. Where you going with this bit, Frank? Oh. Calm down. That's where I thought he was going. We can't take this bit all the way to the end. Judge is <laughs> on a very important call. <laughs> was that Just your? Just checking a message. <laughs> was that your bookie? <laughs> the boy that boy Boog Shambie. And I figured it was safe. How's Boog doing? He's a good guy. Boog, give my regards. We do like Boog. Boog's a good guy. Yeah, he's a great dude. A mensch. Still still got the weight off? Yeah. Still fit? Looking good. He's a, he's a success story. He I can, can take th- you, Boo. Where? <laughs> was that a pass? Are you coming on to him? No. <laughs> Just <kidding>. a <gasps> Ah! We're having too much fun. We are. We're the only ones, though. So speaking of racism, what was it? Oh, man. I had something, and then it went. Let's take a crank call instead. All right. QAM, hello. Uh, I wanted to talk to George. You are. Oh, okay.
11: Uh, in regard to that last caller about politics, yeah, um, something happened to, uh, on the 6th that there was a All court right. decision I mean, about... I
10: remember now. Go ahead.
11: Okay. Uh, on the 6th, there was a court decision in Washington by a federal judge appointed by Bush mm-hmm. uh, regarding the S- Sybil Edmonds case.
7: Okay. I don't know if, you know, I don't, familiar. No, I don't know who that is.
11: Uh, she was the FBI translator who discovered. Oh, yeah, okay,
7: that, we have like a story about her on the website right now, on neilrogers.com. dot com. You can go and read all about it. But yes, go ahead and tell us.
11: Okay. Well, I, I, the only part, surprisingly, the only one that covered it is Fox News. Hmm. But the scary thing is, is that her she had sued the FBI to get her job back. She was fired eventually mm-hmm. because uh, she was making so much noise about this memo that. She found that it had just been shoved in the, you know, the background. Right, right. And uh, eventually they fired her. So she was suing to get a job back. Ashcroft, after months, has classified all the information on that. Right. And now takes it to a judge in, in, in Washington, D.C. Again, a Bush appointee,
6: mm-hmm.
11: with no uh, discussion about it. The judge decides that it's a classified issue and throws the case out of court. That is the scariest thing that I have heard in years. Uh-huh. I mean, this is the beginning of the dictatorship.
7: No, the beginning. Absolutely, was, the beginning was three years and change ago.
11: I mean, this, this yeah. is just so blatant. It's, right,
7: it's, it's blatant. And, you, and here's a fact: it's undeniable. It's right in front of your eyes. And you try to show this to one of the right wingers, and they're
3: like, hey, "Man, liberal lies,
7: Tommy." Because reality has no value to them. You show them a dinosaur bone, and they'll respond one of two ways. It's not a dinosaur bone. It's freaking as big as the room. What animal has this bone? Or they'll respond this way. Uh, Satan made that bone and put it there. How can you have a conversation with someone like that? Yeah. Well, I These are the same people. The people that are saying that the Michael Moore movie is a whole bunch of lies, and they haven't seen it. There's nothing to dis- dispute in, in that movie, but they haven't seen it, and it's all a bunch of lies. There's no hope when you're talking about people like that, because the other caller brought that up, you know, in the well, editorial.
11: The, the saddest part about this whole thing is that it's not even to that extent that you have to convince somebody.
7: They won't even listen. Nobody's,
11: the, the, nobody yeah. is covering the story. No.
7: no. Well, because, again, i got to remind everybody, big business took over America. Who owns the media? Absolutely. Right. Well, there yeah. you go. Like, anyway, we have, like we have independent I mean, uh, news agencies running around that aren't owned by Time Warner or ABC or one of these other giant megalopolis corporations?
11: Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, And like I said, of all people to even uh, have this thing with Fox News yeah. on their website today. That's funny. Uh, right. okay. Take it Not easy. And speaking of news okay.
7: agencies, like CNN wanted to come in here and tape what? I, I know that they're beating it to death since yesterday, the, the, the Kerry Edwards thing. What's to say? Is it controversial? And you notice them reaching. I don't know if you've spent any amount of time watching CNN like this morning. I wouldn't, but I'm doing the show, so I put on CNN to see what's going on so I can be up to date. All they did was talk about the Edwards thing. And you could see them reaching, reaching far and reaching hard trying to find something to say about it. What's to say? It was the obvious choice. Good move. It was the right choice. Yes, he's a good-looking guy. He's from North Carolina. He used to do this. He used to do, they must have said that 500 times in every two minutes they would repeat themselves because there's nothing to say. See, something controversial, something to talk about would be like if he picked Joe Lieberman, something like that. Like when that happened, it didn't make any sense. Then the phone lines fill up. Then there's something for CNN to come in here and tape. Is all the controversy, people saying he's a good choice. No, he's not. That's insanity. What's he doing? He's picking the, the nebbishiest guy on the planet. The, the only guy on the planet more nebbishy than Robert Creeper or Woody Allen, Joe Lieberman. And then Gore picked him. And uh, 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 see, that's controversy. That's something to talk about. Kerry picked the best guy. The most popular guy. The guy that was in all the polls, winning all the polls. The smiley guy. The up beat guy, the positive guy, the one with sizzle. They must have said that 500 times in 10 minutes flat. Sizzle. He's got sizzle. He's got sizzle. Sizzle, sizzle. Sizzling. They got nothing to say about it. But that's not stopping them. It's the sizzling topic. And they want to come in here and capture us saying something about it. There's nothing to say about it. Good choice. That's it. <laughs> he's from North Carolina. Hey, hey, hey what's up? Q-A-M, hello. How are you? Hey,
2: who's this? Josh.
7: No, it's George.
2: Hey, George, how you doing? It's Carlos.
7: Hey, Carlos, how are you?
2: Good, man. Listen, you know what really has me worried about all this? Because I'm a carry supporter,
11: but the worst part that has me really worried are these new little machines that they're putting in, and all these
7: no question. All right? Yeah.
11: Because when I went to vote in the primaries, I had never never used one. I also noticed Mm -hmm. that they put in a lot of the black areas, a lot of the Hispanic, the older areas. The older areas got
7: me real worried because those old people, they couldn't use an ATM if you held their finger and pressed the buttons for them
11: tell me about it no paper trail and sure. then when you finish voting there's this little red button that says vote that lights up that you got to press that says thank god you help for us voting.
7: since nobody so, can help you vote you know they're not going to let anybody go into the booth with you and that's of course correct and and I mean, the way it's supposed to be but you know you mentioned some some groups there the old people i got visions of uh, sugar plums dancing in my head thinking about an old person trying to negotiate no, an it, electronic really voting a, machine
11: i mean it, it's really 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 yeah. scary Anyway, George, that's all yeah. I got. Great you know, I know the brothers
7: know how to use an ATM because I'm standing behind a long line of them every day. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, caller. How you doing? All right, how are you? Uh, can you hold on one second? No. QAM, hello. Hi, George. Hi, ma'am.
8: Excellent. Wow, I didn't have to like, wait for like no, 20 no, minutes don't, or I half don't, an hour. No, I don't
7: make women wait.
8: <laughs> Just ask them. Uh, okay. Um, I wanted to tell you that last week I went to see the Michael Moore film yes, at ma'am? Shops of Sunset. It was like... Um, I think it was a Wednesday, and it was about five in the afternoon, and it was sold out. They actually had there were people sitting on the steps, right? Which they never let. We had a big do, crowd. We
7: went on a on a uh, I guess it was a Saturday, and there was a huge crowd. We got there early, and rightly so, or we would have been shut out.
8: Yeah. Well, did uh, did people applaud at the end? Like they did? I've never. We, I don't think I've ever. I heard had a, a
7: very it. hip crowd that I went into the uh, Aventura with. They were all wearing their hate I hate Bush buttons. <laughs> they were cheering and hooting all the way through it, and standing ovation at the end.
8: Yeah, that's that's what happened. And just for a moment, I got a warm, fuzzy feeling, and I yeah. and I, and I re- it was hope. I had hope that these people were going to go out and vote. Right. So there's a lot to
7: see that you can't count on the mainstream media to report accurately what's going on because it is in their interest to reelect this Nazi. So, but you can see the polls, and you can see you know it's like if you go to the internet and read some internet stories like AP, Reuters, Yahoo News, and things like that, you'll see. You'll see oh, that it's uh, that it's, it's swinging the other way now.
8: Well, I I uh, I watch the you know British news anyway.
7: Very good, good Allison good choice.
8: Um, okay, well that's just all, right. all I wanted to tell you. All all right, more thank about
7: you very that. much, and, uh, and
8: George, you were good in the beginning, and you're just getting better.
7: Oh, I love you. Take right, care. Bye bye. Thanks for telling us all about your warm fuzzy feeling. Nineteen till two on five sixty QAM. Mm-hmm. Real tough ground' it is real wheel this time, huh? A lot of competition. This competition. Take
1: me out to the Marlins. Let me gawk at the
3: crowd. Yahoos, nose pickers, and drunken slobs. 30,000 Julios with uncircumcised dobs. They all root, root, root like a bunch of
1: pigs. While we all root for our team.
3: They'll drink eight. Nine, uh-huh. ten quarts of beer in their Louis Day. They They'll drink eight, uh-huh. nine, uh-huh. ten quarts of beer in their Panalouise
6: Day.
7: Sixteen till two, five sixty QAM. Don't forget that Kim Bo Camper is in for the playin' hooky Jim Mandich. Now there could be a good excuse for him not being here. Nah. <laughs> no. I, I was trying to wrap myself around that idea for a second, but no, it didn't work. Five six seven oh five sixty in Dayton, Broward, pound five sixty is free if you have Verizon Wireless on your mobile phone. Eight seven 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 eight five six three four five is the out of town toll free line. QAM, hello.
8: Hi, George. Is it possible to recount, like, uh, in a, uh, less than a minute, what happened, um, what your mother did to you? For those of us who tuned in late, because it's going right. to drive me crazy, and none of my friends This
7: last time, she did a home invasion at, at the house with people uh, that we knew but didn't like and didn't want to see ever again, and um, and she knew this, and she shows up with them, because the whole idea with my mother is not to accommodate anyone else, to accommodate herself and to show us off to other people, whether we like them or not. See, it's a very rare thing for my mother to find someone who will actually stand to be around her. Yeah. So... So when she does find someone who doesn't just drive her away the way that they did, when and remember that Frankenstein movie with torches and pitchforks, how they drove the monster into the windmill that's there? That's what most people. How, that's how most people react to my mother once they get to know her. So if she finds somebody that doesn't react that way, she just she'll drive them all around town or ha, or drive all around town with them, uh, showing up places with them to show off. Look, I have a friend. Look, right. I have a family. All right, uh, impress each other. You know, something like that. But these are objectionable, scummy people that we didn't want to have in our, in our house. Now, and so she brings the teenage boy that used to maraud my daughter when, uh, when they were both littler. Oh. My mother would, uh, would, would sit this kid. And, uh, like, if my daughter happened to be over there or we would go visit, then this kid would maraud my daughter. So we didn't want to have anything to do with these people. Uh, She shows up with the mom, the teen male child, the kid's girlfriend, and all the while that they're at the house, in between my mother uh, insulting my wife to to this other woman in Spanish, thinking that my wife uh, can't understand, uh, she's saying to the teen male, Hey, what do you think of, you know, George's daughter? Hey, George's daughter, what do you think of... This teen male that you don't like, you know, like trying to get them together while this kid's girlfriend is sitting there with them, among other things. And then she made fun of the Japanese. She made fun of my daughter. She was doing the squint-eyed thing with her fingers. You know how when you pull your your eyes apart and she's like, you're looking Japanese now that you're going to Japan. You're looking Japanese. And she she pulls her eyes apart and starts making the, the fake Japanese face, you know.
8: And, and I wasn't you, there, I wasn't I there, I
7: wasn't there, or I would have physically grabbed them, and the only reason that, that anyone was being humored is because the chauffeur on this occasion was the old guy, former stepfather, uh, the, 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 the guy that spent 25 years in a Cuban prison who's nothing but nice and sweet and has only ever been wonderful with me, the wife, the kids, and, and like, you know, I would give this guy a kidney, he's such a sweet guy. Uh, if not for him and the fact that he was there, we would have thrown them, well, they, the wife, would have thrown them all out.
8: Well, your wife has to have a, a little uh, hook,
7: or, or little patience or no
8: some balls oh, I'm sorry I can't say that oh, yeah right no you
7: can you can say, you can say b- balls anymore, like i said my my <laughs> wife has no problem saying anything to my mother that that's uh, on her mind, uh, et etc, and so on. whether or not these people are there or not, we don't care. My wife doesn't care about that. It was only out of deference to the old guy. We love the old guy. the old guy's welcome in our house anytime. He was married to my mother, I mean t- talk about a saint. Mm, so wow. Anyway, she's so she's on the list now. I had already banned her from the house on many occasions. It was my wife that unbanned her because, you know, a convenient babysitter. You know how that goes. I
8: wouldn't leave my children alone with
7: her. Well, what can I say?
8: Sometimes. You my, mo-
7: my mother is evil, but she's overprotective, so you know how that goes. Like, uh, she's not going to leave the room when the kid's in the room. She's not going to let the kid burn themselves because she's, uh, she's a very doting, overprotective kind of a person. But oh, uh, sure. no, uh, as not far as I physically, physically, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just think And it's, it's only the toddler. I mean, once the kid gets to be a certain age, they can't stand my mother, so there's no point beyond that age. At the time when we were letting her sit for my daughter, we, we, both, we were both working. We both had to work. And so there wasn't an option.
8: Sure. If, if they're a small infant, that's one thing. But when they're young right. and impressionable, and uh, they up, up can to start age, Up to toddler age. Up to
7: toddler age, like, like never past the age of five. No kid, no child ever tolerates my mother past the age of five, like the age of sentience. <laughs> once they figure it out. So anyway, um, there, there you go.
8: I can relate. Anyway, my, my father's mother and my own mother were physically, verbally, and uh, uh, emotionally I, all I, the way. I can't
7: understand that. How can you. Once you, you have children of your own?
8: No, I do not. 33. Okay. I've never been married because my mom was a psychopath. She was right. married three times. My father's been married three times. So uh, oh, I don't man. think marriage is an accord for me.
7: Well, no, it's not, it's not necessarily a good idea for anyone, marriage, that is. But I don't understand how people can have it. I mean, once you see a child, once you see your own child, there's absolutely no way that you can act in the, you know, in the non-interest of that child. But yet you have parents like yours, like mine, I don't understand. Insanity is the only thing I can come up with.
8: And to think you weren't all that excited in the beginning when you found out she was pregnant.
7: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Were you so sort of unhappy? I was excited. <laughs> I was in a very excited state. <laughs> sure.
8: Okay, George.
7: Take care. Take it easy. Oh yeah. Excitement is technically the right answer. QAM hello. You're here with big laugh. QAM hello. You I was QAM hello. I was
9: in a very Hi George. Hi caller. I uh, read a very interesting article about Fox News on uh, one of those websites that uh, watches the media to see which way they lean.
7: You mean one of those leftist commie websites? <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, no, it's like one of those monitor websites that like looks at the different news stories and then grades them to uh, say whether... Being a devil's
7: advocate, you understand that to a Republican, anything that doesn't throw right. up and approve of the things that they approve of is commie. It's lefties, yeah. Right.
9: Well, anyway, they, they've noticed that recently Fox News has been sort of Bending over backwards to be nice to the Democratic Party. Get out. No, they they, they said some Specifics like Fahrenheit nine one one got a positive review on Fox News,
6: mm-hmm. and
9: they've been pu- pu- putting pro Kerry mm-hmm. stories. And uh, what their analysis was is they think that
7: Rupert Murdoch is hedging his bets because he sees that Bush is like sliding toward defeat, right.
6: and he wants to
9: hedge his bets by being nice to the new administration that may be coming mm-hmm. in.
7: Well, that makes sense because Rupert is, if nothing else, a very smart man. And I've no. got to thank Rupert Murdoch for putting such good programs on that FX channel.
9: But what scares me is because I really think I see the, the downward slide of Bush, like he's starting to head downhill real fast. Mm-hmm.
7: What do you think he's going to get desperate? Uh, well, I
9: think if he doesn't pull something before the election, like a red alert, like the day before the elections and all that, that if he loses, I'm really worried what he's going to do with those couple of months he's got left before he goes out of office. You know what I mean? Be
3: afraid.
7: Be very afraid. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't mean. Beware. No, I, I don't put anything past these uh, people.
9: Oh, even even All a right. constitutional crisis where he suspends the election. Who knows?
7: Canned goods, ammunition. Okay. All right. Bye. 8 till 2, 560
1: QAM. I got tampons on the string. Dump this if I you got think them it's appropriate. for my daughter. A little string you pull with your finger. For my girl or my wife. They should fit like a glove. I got the ones with the wings You should toss them like a paper plane Deodorize so the odor doesn't linger With super absorbency for the club She said get pads with the wings but all I could find were the ones with the strings When I asked the dothead where they were in the store He used the info to say I go for I got them paws and a string I felt like such a homo I carried a big box to the cashier Where they would look at me They were staring at me they would look at me and say, look at that pussy
7: with my own. Welcome. Did you have to dump that at all? I did, yeah. Really? Which part? What word? Go ahead, say it. Blood? Puss? Oh, I forgot that. Well, I was having a sales meeting here. That's know. fine. That's all right. I took you care of it. Thank, was, thank you. Thank you, had you so much. I have my finger on the button. <laughs> stayed in the room this time. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was weird. Come yesterday. on now. I was telling people Get, stories. That was surreal. That was I a bad day. Bad day. Jesus. <laughs> Very weird, bad day, all full of distractions. <laughs> I was telling people <laughs> stories about Josh yesterday. Boy, God. it's like. Worst day ever for Josh. I was having a good day yesterday. Everything kind of worked out. We had uh, good TV. Took some care of some business in the afternoon. Got everything all all nailed down after I left here, of course. But boy, during the show, Josh was just like, "Oh, what can I do wrong now?" Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, one of those days. Normally, you know. when you spill something, when somebody spills something, that's you're good for a month before you, you know. That's I never spill up. stuff too. Like that's, no, that's very uh, rare, right there. I'm a spill fool, but, you know, like, if I spill something, that's my quota for the month. I'm not going to spill anything for another month, at least. Right. Not like my wife.
3: <laughs> Oops. Oops! Was that out loud? <laughs> oh, we you got the... it out loud again. <laughs>
7: just, listen, just, if, if you bring a bong around my wife, just dump the water out in the kitchen and then bring it around. Because she'll find it and kick it over. I'm, it doesn't matter where it is. It's not a worse smell than that. Yeah. The only other is, let me uh, get that picture of Star Jones out. Oh. Uh, so Josh spills the soda twice in the same spot he like puts it back in the same spot knocks it down again I actually saw you the second time just reach out for no good reason and knock it down you, you, ha- just, <laughs> you just reach over there and bip. <laughs> yeah I didn't and BIPPed it down and then he plays he fires off a Neil spot which is on one machine walks out of the room <laughs> I don't know where you went did you go to your car I was, uh, I was uh, losing weight because I was sweating so much. I see. So I figured that and I would, would go fetch a fan. try to find a fan. Yeah, right. right. so he totally d- forgot that he had to fire off the second half yeah. of the break. That's when I did that one moment, please. I had to go in there and hit the spot. Now, if Neil had been sitting here, he would just kept talking and insulting you until... Cause
8: I came I mean, back. That's yes. what
7: happened. But, of course, I, you know, I run. Yeah. I run back. I'm a little bit more, more aware. It comes with experience, I'm sure. So anyway, I was just thinking about that. What a day. But you're all better now. I noticed you're... I'm good. Yeah, compliment. I'm, a, I'm stayed, back on the ball. stayed and yeah, you're dumping the foul, foul language of Boca Brian. Speaking of foul, which dead person do you want to still nail? Or do you still want to nail? Marilyn Monroe, 91. Natalie Wood, 76. Aaliyah, 46. You people are 6, 29. Princess Diana, 23. Finally, past Lacey. Lacey, 21. Peterson, that is. 19 for Seika. 18 for Selena. JFK Jr., 14. Also 14 for Chrissy Taylor and Savannah. Celia Cruz has 12. Dana Plato has 11. Nicole Brown Simpson has 10. Hey, how you doing, OJ? Murder. Dorothy Stratton, 8. Lana Clarkson, 7. Jane Mansfield, 6. River Phoenix, 2. Linda Lovelace 2. None yet for Nell Carter or Angelique Pettyjohn. QAM, hello. Yes,
13: um, I want to add a name on the pool. Okay. Uh, Selena. She's on there, man. Oh, she is? No, my bad, man.
7: That's all right. She's doing all right. She's got 18 votes. All right, thank you. No problem. I bet you what's her name, the really ugly little gnome that shot her? You ever see her? Yeah. (laughs) Little three-foot-tall gnome. Little Mexican munchkin. Uh, I bet you she would still do Selena, like, right now. You know that was love, right? You know that was lesbian love? Not on no, yes, Selena's yeah. part. I'm not saying that Selena was a lesbian. I'm just saying that this little gnome stalker, that's why she was all pissed off. It was unrequited love. And when Selena was rejecting her to be out of her life, that's when she wigged and shot her like a, like a jilted lover. QAM, hello.
12: Yeah, like one to the phone. All right. Uh, that would be uh, Charlene. Charlene? Charlene, yeah. She's a hot actress. Is she dead? Yeah. Never heard uh, of her. She's very
7: dead. All right, we'll take it under advisement. Josh will Google her, and we'll see what comes up. I I want to put some live people on here. You know, (sighs) other people have gotten in trouble for doing that, and some of them rightly so because they did it on purpose. The old death prank thing, making up uh, and saying that somebody's dead when they're not. So we don't do that. That's going to be it. Don't forget, it's Kim Bocamper in for the Mad Dog right now at 4 o'clock. Hank from Las Vegas. Marlins on deck at 6.30. Pirates and the Marlins at 7.05. Eddie Kaye, after the game, kneels back tomorrow.